thick or thin, I will follow you into battle at any time. You hear me? Absolutely any time. Okay. How about now? Like right now? Yes. Honestly, I didn't really expect you to call the favor in this soon. So, uh, on this one, unfortunately, I have to say no. Justin, do you know that today is 4, 3, 2, 1... Hello and welcome to a new episode of Fascinated with Films. I did not you know that. that. Yeah. <laughs> February 4th. Uh, or April 3rd. April 3rd. 2021. 2021, man. Yeah. That's interesting. 4321. Ah, I saw it cool. early and thought it was super exciting. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> That's a good one, dude. Yeah. Uh, so how you been, man? Sunburned, bro. Oh, sunburned, dude. huh? I can't what? see it, so it must be it's like it's all below the shirt, dude. So <laughs> that's the worst, just wearing stuff. And oh. you and you move during work. Oh, that's yeah. gotta even suck worse. Dude, last Sunday, my buddies and I went fishing out in Cedar Key, and I got out there, and for like the first two hours, I had my shirt off, you know, mm-hmm. and I started getting a little warm on the back of my neck, and I'm like, oh, I better put some sunscreen on. Mm-hmm. Went into my tackle box, left my sunscreen Ooh, in my other tackle box, and we were on the fucking water for like another six hours. Oh my god, dude. I kid you not, yesterday I tucked my shirt in because I knew how much skin would be like coming oh, off yeah, yeah. my back. Yeah. When I got done with work, oh, I God. walked out to the truck uh. and like wafted my shirt open and it looked like a fucking blizzard, dude. Yeah. Like, oh, it was so gross. It's like Ali Sheedy in the yeah. breakfast club. <laughs> <laughs> my wife got burned a couple weeks ago, too, and she was peeling. Yeah. And she has a real problem with it. It freaks her out. She's super fair skinned. Yeah, she's super fair yeah. skinned. She should know better than that. <laughs> and you could tell that she put. Uh, she put stuff on her tattoos and nothing else because uh, her tattoos were perfectly fine. You could she see where she rubbed dork around across her. Yeah, yeah, that's what I should have done. <laughs> Next time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I've been up to much. I booked my. I got vaccinated. Oh, nice, yeah. dude! I got to wait a couple of weeks until my appointment today. Um, yeah. Where you getting it? Uh, getting a little tattoo over at oh, Death that's and right, Glory. Right. They make you uh, wait a little. Yeah, while. Yeah, they said they. Well, from what I read, you can't get the vaccine mm-hmm. and then a tattoo. Okay, so. I already had the appointment, and I didn't have one for the vaccine. So I was mm-hmm. like, all right, well, that's just the order nice. I'll do it in. You made an appointment for the— I'm going to, yeah. 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 I just need to wait. Walmart's freaking super easy. That's who I'm going to make it through. We made it on, like, the before they were even allowing the 40-year-olds. Mm-hmm. Uh, because by the t- we just made that uh, the appointment for the day where they were allowing it. So we oh, were really? the first in there and everything. Luckily, I all, uh, have a pre-existing condition, and she's an educator anyways. Yeah. And they asked us that when we when we got there. Yeah. She's like, oh, it doesn't matter. Today we're allowing 40 and over anyway. Oh, oh 40 wow. and under. Or, yeah. No, 40 and over. 40 yeah. and up, yeah. So, yeah, I got my first one. Arm hurt like a bitch Did it? for like 30 hours. I'm concerned uh, about it. And then, uh, yeah, I wouldn't work. For the next day, that's what they tell me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I can't miss. But I hear the second shot's even worse. Dave was smart, and Dave got vaccinated with the Johnson and Johnson, and it's Mm. just the one. It's just the one. Yeah, and he got it. But it's like seventy-five percent effective compared to ninety-four. I'll take the ninety-four. Yeah. So I did that, and then I booked my trip up to Massachusetts. So I'm going up to Massachusetts May twentieth to the twenty-fifth. Gonna. Work at my uh, cousin's uh, toy fun, store, dude. pull some fucking uh, toys, record some pod, uh, record a Godzilla pod. Nice. Uh, ooh, it'll be yeah. good lead right there. <laughs> and we'll talk a little, me and uh, Eric will talk a little bit about that, but we're going to mainly talk the old Toho, which only Eric could do, man. Sure, it's, yeah. it's some deep, deep cuts I, there. I couldn't even I'm going to have to watch them all. Yeah. They're available all on HBO also. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, they're all available on there. Interesting. 
Uh, they have an awesome Blu-ray set that I would love to just drop. It's like $130. I was like, oh, I just can't really? bring myself to drop $130 on something that I know I could stream right now for absolutely yeah, free. Or collect each one individually and end up paying That would be bucks. hard. I don't think you could do that anymore. Oh, really? Almost all of them are on VHS. I think oh, this one yeah. set, I, they're famous for VHS. Even the VHSs go for a lot of money now. But. I bet. Yeah, do you, uh, so you watched uh, Kong, but we I, won't spoil anything too major here, but we wanted to just comment a little bit on... Uh, I thought it was incredible. I, I, I couldn't believe how good it was. I did like, not... I, I watched the first hour, mm-hmm. and, and it was good. It wasn't great. Yeah. And I remember Dave had shown up. He was going to borrow my... Uh, uh, pressure washer and uh i said i said yeah i'm watching godzilla versus kong and uh i said it's all right it says it says seems like a lot of people but uh yeah. and then that second half just blew me away like yeah. every moment in that second half i was like holy shit when they introduced the hollow thing yeah and i was like oh my god that is just genius yeah, dude, that was shit so right cool. there man i was that completely allows them to work a world of the all those kaiji whatever they creatures want yeah. into it and the only the only plot hole that I and maybe I just got confused mm-hmm. was when they came out of that area yeah. through a different way than yeah, they yeah. came in. I won't yeah, know. Yeah, 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 yeah. that was one of my favorite parts. No, it too. was awesome. It yeah. was awesome. I, don't I, have I was anything. like grabbing my girl's leg. Oh my god, he's going through it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but when they came back from there yeah. and they took the alternate route, which I won't say yeah, how yeah, it was yeah. created. Yeah, yeah. They didn't go through that reverse gravity thing, so yeah. they should have still been in reverse gravity. I don't know. Maybe it was for a and different... And that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, I, th- there was no explanation, it's, but it, I noticed it. And that it's was one the of those things that I is had. not scientifically possible in the first place, right. so I guess whatever you, you come up with will be plausible. Whatever you need to make yourself feel comfortable, you just believe that. The, like, the axe that they gave Kong to fight with oh was my so God. genius. I loved... Uh, and the the it humans they did have like I like the from, I like though. the Stranger Things and the kid from Deadpool two oh, yeah. two and yeah. then uh, the uh, the the big black guy I'm not sure what I know him from uh, I've the, seen him in all, some stuff but he's all great. great man really great I thought what you could tell that in the second half they they thought of the fans it was a lot of fan service like yeah. a shitload of fan service yeah and they listened to him and for the most part in the in the second half when they were like all right let's trim the where it was like 70% humans 30% monsters at the end it was like 70% monsters 30% oh, yeah. Hu- yeah. humans and and they like made up for showing a little too much at the beginning but I, I do get that they need to get that plot across I'll tell you man I, I really do feel like they absolutely nailed the characterization between Godzilla and Kong yeah like I, I mean and then the third thing with the Pacific I, Rim, with the Pacific Rim element to yeah. it was one of my favorites. I, that was another moment I grabbed. It's just doing a Pacific Rim thing. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "This is genius." Yeah, so, yeah. So I'm excited. It's available for 30 days on HBO. I'll I'm definitely, definitely be watching. Yeah, it again, I'll watch it again and I'll buy it when it comes out. Yeah. So uh, I know a lot of the uh, the Oscar nominated movies are slowly trickle- trickling out to Redbox now uh-huh. into the streaming things, which I'm excited about. Uh-huh. Uh, have you heard of that young promising woman? No thing where she she uh, it's Carrie Mulligan and she goes to a bar and she pretends to be fucked up oh, and no. then she gets the guys to bring them home and then she fucks them up big time and she's it's up for like six Oscars and uh, it's supposed to be really it's got like a hard candy kind of element yeah. to it and everything but yeah. it looks really good yeah that... it looks like ah. Uh, Movies like that scare me, honestly, <laughs> yeah. because... She's not picking anybody up, though. Yeah, I mean, just anybody. That, she's, know, picking, she's picking up the shady And parts. I get it. I mean, most serial killers are men, yeah. but, like, 
a, a female serial killer fucking scares me. Scares me. <laughs> like, well, you don't see many of them. No, that's, that's what I mean. Like, uh-uh. Did you hear about uh, DMX? No. DMX OD'd last night. Are you fucking serious? And he's uh, in a vegetative state, and it's not looking good. I don't think he's going to come out of it. <sighs> he's been. He's had one fucking horrible, shitty-ass life, which I... It it sucks for him. I I'm on the fence with him because I I, I tend not to like him as much because of the animal the animal cruelty thing yeah. and then the deadbeat dad type of stuff. Damn, I'm but then you sad but then you read about it, man, and, and he's just had one. Dude. Sad and that's the thing is I've followed another. his struggle oh, yeah. like since he was popular in the '90s. Like Shit, and when yeah, man. when he fell off, he lived in fucking Phoenix yeah. or, or right outside of Phoenix. You know what I mean? So like. He was in the news there, I mean, getting arrested and shit like that, but, like, fuck, dude, when he went on Dr. Phil and talked about his demons and, like, I mean, damn He's had a rough, man. He's had a rough, so. Damn, that sucks. Yeah, I had just heard about it, and, hey, man, how many times we watched that album or listened to that, how many times they played that song? Uh, what was it? The uh, y'all gonna make me lose my mind? Oh like, yeah, literally. Yeah. If you listen to the radio and you waited ten minutes, they would play it. I remember back uh, when it first came out on the radio here in Gainesville, and we just would crank it. That album was great. That was the only album I really cared for. I, I like uh, that was a great one. Most of his albums. Yeah, yeah. I was actually just listening to it like a month ago. Yeah, like, crazy, right? Oh, yeah. that sucks. Yeah, it sucks. So I mean, see what happens. All right. with it. So he's young too. He's like. What fifty something yeah, he's like probably that? Probably like 52, yeah, 53. Like 50. You yeah. know, we lost a. We already lost a couple like uh, Melora uh, or uh, uh, the mom from Arrested Development. Oh we really? Lost. Yeah, she I didn't was, realize uh, she passed. Melora Walters. No, I can't remember her name. I know who you're talking about. Name, yeah, and uh, George Siegel. We lost George Siegel. So. Everyone's got to hold on, man. <laughs> All right, so let's right, bring this pot up let's, here. Let's bring it up with some. Uh, <laughs> That's what's going on in the news. Yeah, <laughs> Paul has not been stimulated yet too, and that pisses me off. Yeah. You really haven't got my stimulation Are you serious, check. Stimulation dude? check yet? Well, I heard. I heard yesterday they're sending out another batch. Yeah, no, mine. They. I went on that website and they said it was sent out on the twenty sixth, so it probably will come in the next day or two and everything. Well, mail so. came today. It's already fucking spent. Yeah, <laughs> that shit's gone. I feel you. <laughs> Yeah, but it's going to like good stuff. Yeah. So. All right, action comedies. Can you believe we haven't talked to action comedies I really until can't. episode like one eighty one? I think it is. Dude. It's crazy. We yeah. Should, we, I'm canceling myself. <laughs> 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 we don't deserve. You don't deserve us. Now wait. <laughs> they were nineties action comedies. We right? had nineties action. We had nineties comedies, but we never had an overall action comedy kind of pod. Oh, and, so, well, which damn. is weird because it's it's a very popular subgenre. You know, like uh, action comedies. That would make a little typo on my list then, because I straight <laughs> thought it was nineties action comedies. Shit, yeah. So everything I got's coming from the '90s today, <laughs> and I have two from the '90s. All right, so hey, basically, there there's three that do not take place in the '90s on this today's list. That's funny. All right, <laughs> you hamstrung yourself, man. Yeah, you no shit. You could have branched out. Well, if, uh, while we're talking, if you could think I of might. a nice '80s <laughs> or uh, 2000 action comedy, because I, I have might. a I have a 2011, a 2009 on my list, so uh, I have some somewhat recent ones too. So all right. Uh, let's start with one of them 90s, man. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I'll pick one of them. Um, so this one, uh, we've talked about this series several times. Mm-hmm. I don't think we've ever mentioned this specific Was there a one. reason we didn't mention Probably, it? <laughs> but I love this movie, dude. Uh, 1994's Beverly Hills Cop 
three. Ooh, this one's a little. This one's rough. It's not as rough as one of the other ones I saw on your list. But <laughs> <laughs> I did see this in the movie theater, and it had it had moments where it was all right. Yeah. But overall, I just didn't think it fucking sold like. Like it, like one and two, obviously. One was amazing. One was like a masterpiece. Two was pretty close. So there's no question this is the worst. Of the yeah, series, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, but also this was '94, so I was 13. This was really to me, to probably me, probably 10 years after the second. One, probably I would imagine, yeah. to me, this one was more geared towards a younger audience yeah. because they were in Wonder World and yeah, they yeah. had all the all the little characters and stuff like mm-hmm. that, you know. And so like. When I saw this movie, I really related to this movie. Yeah. So I think for me, that's why it's always been like, dude, how come y'all don't like Beverly Hills Cop 3? Because I was 20 when it came out, and I fucking hate it, you know? <laughs> but uh, old uh, Inspector Inspector Todd, Gil Hill, <laughs> in this one. Yeah, he was great. He, for the I very mean, short period brought, he was in. They brought back a lot of the characters, for sure. I mean, they didn't work John Ashton in no, for Taggart, some weird reason. No, Taggart wasn't in it. Yeah, ta- it would have been great if Taggart came. Was Ronnie Cox in it? Or um, I don't think Ronnie Cox was in it. I don't it. believe so. So, But we did have, uh, we did, Judge Reinhold was definitely in it, and yep. they worked Balky in it. Yeah, too. yeah just Serge. That one, Not that. Serge. See, that's just when they started doing the See, stuff I love with, that. I... I I would have been all right with it if it was more kind of organically done. And I suppose, you know. I think this was the, the time period where they were tra- I think they waited too long. That, that's what is my, my problem was. Yeah. I think they either, it might even have been better if it was done like now, if he had gone back there. and That would have been awesome. It. I mean, he still can with number Eddie, four. Eddie, go do a number four. Yeah, he turned 60 today. Happy Did birthday, really? Eddie. Yep. Man, today is, today's a heck of a day. <laughs> um yeah, Judge Reinhold's in this one, um, but there is an awesome special appearance. Yeah, like, I don't remember the extended cast of anybody in this. Do you remember the scene where he goes and he gets on... So, real quick, the movie starts off, he's making a drug, or he's making a bust at a chop shop, and he's supposed to have called in SWAT. He canceled SWAT. Does Frank Pesh come back in this one? And for this opening scene, the cigarettes, where he's like, no, that's number two. We, yeah, yeah, We yeah, ran yeah. back into him. Um... And so Inspector Todd shows up and he's like, you know, what happened to SWAT? And he's like, we canceled SWAT, you know. And so they're supposed to just go and bust this, like, chop shop, which these guys that are in there are low-level nobodies. They don't have a gun on them, you know what I mean? They're just mechanics, basically. Mm -hmm. Well, what they don't know is that there's another team coming to meet them because they stole, like, a truck full of U.S. government property. We won't say what it is Mm -hmm. just yet. Um, and so that meeting is going on. Well, the guys who are picking up the truck kill everybody in there. Mm. All with it. one thing that I noticed. Including Todd. He he ends up getting it. Oh, um, Todd. One thing that I noticed about since I'm doing all '90s, <laughs> fully automatic machine guns were the bad guy thing oh, in shit, every yeah. movie. Oh, in shit, yeah. every were they single Uzis movie. Or were they AKs? Uh, Mac tens, Uzis, yeah. and uh, AKs kind of AKs left in the eighties. Yeah, I think AKs <laughs> were out by that time. Um, and so they they get into this big shootout, and one of the guys, the the main bad guy, uh, Timothy Carhart. Um, Damn man, who was I gotta look this? Here up. you go. Um, oh, I'm cool. Shoots. Uh, he's the black and white by my thumb there. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I know him. Yeah, yeah he's been in some he's stuff. A, he's, he's recognizable. A big, he's um, a big character. Yeah. Um, so he shoots Inspector Todd in the back, and Inspector Do- Inspector Todd is like dying, and Axel gets him, and he's holding him, and Inspector Todd, fully awake, fully you know in control of everything, goes, 
God damn it, Axel, you on a coffee break? Get up and get that motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. And then he just fucking dies <laughs> right there. And it's like, oh, man. So Axel tracks the truck down and believes that it goes to California. So now we're back in Beverly Hills again. And he comes and he's talking with Judge Reinhold and they're, you know, they're doing all these things. And also um, Hector Elizondo oh, is awesome. in this. And one of the other people who I was surprised to see, um, who I can't find him here on my cast list, it's the guy, um, the dad from Nightmare on Elm Street. Oh, John Saxon. Yeah, 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 the yeah. Bruce Lee. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Enter the, the Dragon. You yeah. know, um, he's so awesome. He, yeah, yeah. Timothy Carhart was the guy from uh, Thelma and Louise, and he, was oh. in, and he was in Black Sheep. Also, he's very Black affo- Sheep. That's... He's very affordable. Let's say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so um, yeah, so he ends up going there, and oh, so. He he goes to Wonderworld because he thinks something's going on there. Wonderworld is basically Disneyland yeah, yeah, or yeah. Uh, what's Marty Marty Moose? <laughs> uh, Wally World. It might yeah, be yeah. the same theme. Park. It might be. Yeah. It, like if you look at the entrance, yeah. it's the same. <laughs> um, but it's really interesting. There's this scene where he goes up and he gets on like one of these like it's almost a Ferris wheel, but it's got your own individual mm-hmm. basket to it. It's Cartman Land. <laughs> yeah, and he cuts these two people off, and yeah. he goes, "Oh, sorry, hey, maintenance. Mm-hmm. Do you know who the person he cuts off is? No, it's George Lucas. Really? Yes. Oh, that's interesting. He's listed as a character as disappointed man. That's funny. Yeah, I, I seriously have not seen this since the theater. Yeah, uh, <laughs> and it was just. I didn't hate it, but I didn't. Uh, my expectations were, I think, high when I went into it. And sure, everything. yeah. And I was kind of sick of them really forcing characters in there that they would never uh, just organically kind of meet each other and everything. Right, yeah. Uh, but uh, I, Judge Reinhold, he was the wasn't he the park like police? <laughs> he was kind the, of guy, the chief? head. He was the head of head the PDJJOSC. <laughs> like seventeen <laughs> yeah. letters for an acronym. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he's basically, and he has this whole little scene where he talks about green lines. Yep, yep. And, you know, and it's just the jurisdiction lines. Yeah. And he says to Axel, he's like, Axel, anybody controls these lines, controls Southern California. <laughs> and, you know, he looks at him like, bro, you okay? Like, I wonder who directed it. I wonder if it's, it's John oh, Landis. John Landis. John Landis, yeah. which is weird because Martin Bress directed the first one. I noticed that that was him uh, and, like, him and Eddie from, Murphy. Uh, he's the guy from, uh, Min- he directed Midnight Run and, uh, yeah. I'm wondering what else. Well, didn't Martin he Brest. also do uh, Trading Places and? No, that's John Landis. I'm talking about Martin Brest. Uh, oh, oh, I was going to say, yeah, did he the original this, Beverly yeah. Hill Cops. No, there's something with him and Eddie. I don't know what it is. Oh, but Landis. Yeah, yeah. I mean, definitely. I mean, they did a lot. Yeah, Martin Brest directed the first, the uh, first Beverly Hills Cop, and then Midnight Run was the big one. Who did number two? I wonder. I don't I know. That. Now I got to look that up. But this is, I mean, oh, Tony this... Scott did number two. Oh, really? Yeah, that's weird. I never realized that three famous big directors directed the Belly. I didn't either. Movies. Yeah, I thought that was only an alien thing. Yeah, <laughs> like that. So yeah, or... they need to get someone uh, big to go do number uh, four. Dude, that would Who's be the guy awesome. who just did Coming to America? He's big. He's the guy that did. Uh, uh, he's the, what's that Terrence Howard DJ movie? Oh, um, uh, damn. whoop that trick. <laughs> yeah. Um... Something and something. Hustle, Hustle and, Flow. and Flow. Yeah, the yeah. director of Hustle and Flow, I'm pretty sure, did the Coming to America movie. Really? So I'm wondering if he if they he wants to tackle a new Beverly a new Beverly Hills Cop movie sounds like it would be. Dude, that would be ripe. good, man. Yeah. And they could deal with like I don't know if it's Craig too touchy. Brewer. Craig Brewer, yeah, yeah, that's him. I wonder if it's too touchy for them to do like police corruption type of thing. Maybe like right now. Yeah. But still, like, I mean, the thing is though is Eddie Murphy, he can make that a comedy. Yeah, and yeah. shit, you throw Wesley Snipes in there. Yeah. Like, it's true. I mean, and that was what I liked about... Wesley Snipes could be the bad guy. That's what I liked about all the Beverly Hills Cop movies too. 
You could have done the first one. Say, <laughs> <laughs> God damn it, I had to do number three. <laughs> uh, I like this fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> That's uh, right. He's going to get a mention in a little yeah. bit, too. Um, that was what was great about all the Beverly Hills Cops in the movie. And even this one, I remember the the one scene where the Fer- there was a Ferris wheel thing where the kid was falling out of the car yeah. and everything. And yeah. they had to uh, rescue, the big rescue and everything. So they had a tremendous amount of action in it. So yeah. It, it, oh, was it really did. And it was, I mean, you I think know. he just got old for that after, uh, after a bit. You know? yeah. yeah. That's why we see him sparring a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and coming to America and even that, he's probably like, God damn it, I gotta take a break. I know, right? He probably <laughs> couldn't beat uh, Vera anymore. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I, I'll have to rewatch it, you know, because I own the first two, and uh, there's so many times where I will uh, avoid a movie and then will uh, re-enjoy it later. On. I I watched it recently, eyes. and I I was like, you know what? I'm yeah. glad I watched this. You know? hey, if I can own this, I own some crap. So if, I, <laughs> if I own some crap, and there's only like one where I was like, yeah, I, I just can't have this in my collection. Yeah. And, and it was the Garbage Pail Kids movie. It was no. Just, it's so bad, dude. What'd you do? It's you so, got rid of it? Huh? I just, it's, oh, you just didn't it's order here. it? It's oh. here. No, no, I got it. If you want it, you can have it. It's I'll yours. Take it. <laughs> because it's horrible. Have you watched it Not since before? I was a kid, yeah. Oh, my God, dude. Yeah. yeah try, <laughs> try to do it. I couldn't watch you, Howard the Duck. You I tried. Be, see, I loved Howard the Duck. I couldn't I watched it a lot growing up. Oh, me too. But so I, I, I watched it, or I tried to watch it like a year ago. Yeah. I couldn't do it. It's bad, but it's not. I don't think it's that bad. <laughs> it's not garbage. I kid. almost put that in the in your DVD thing is because it's a comic book movie. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it totally is. No. They'll make a good one at some point. That's the thing. They, yeah. Uh, they've no, kind of. He, get, he gets They've kind of already put that. Uh, that and Seth Green did the voice for him. So if, yeah. they, if they do the movie, they'll they'll come back for it. So. <laughs> All right. What do I got here? I'll go 20. I'm not going to go to a 90s movie. I'll, <laughs> sprinkle, I'll sprinkle them out. Uh, my first one, 2011. I love this one, man. 30 minutes or less. Oh. God, I got two Danny McBride movies on my list. I've only man, seen and it just, once, and I was actually, before you even mentioned this list, like two months ago, I was watching it yeah. again, and I got distracted, and then I had to leave, and I totally forgot to even come back and watch yeah. it. So it's surprising for Paul to pick a Jesse Eisenberg. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but this is kind of more what I want my uh, Jesse Eisenberg kind sure. of to, to be. I don't want him to be the ruthless leader of yeah. the villains, because <laughs> that's just laughable. <laughs> but 30 minutes or less. Somebody that could be had by Nick Schwartzum and Danny McBride. <laughs> yeah. I'm all, I believe that. That I believe. <laughs> when he'd be That's best awesome. friends with Aziz and Zari. Uh, well, my God, it, man, I haven't seen Aziz for so long. I felt so bad for him. He got wrapped up in. in what happened to him? He got wrapped up in the when the Me Too movement just initially started. Yeah. And I actually read there was like a five page transcript that a girl wrote about him, and it was laughable. And everyone was like, "This is an example of why you can't just come out and cancel." just anyone without seeing the details but if you read it it was just a bad date it was like a bad date that's terrible and, man. and it it really he has disappeared over no that. i it's dude really I, I loved i loved watching him in parks and rec yeah and i loved I, his, him in everything man yeah his stand-up stand 30 stand minutes up. or less like, he was so funny in this dude, so I, he, I got really pissed at that and most of the people they seem to be canceling seem like they most deserve, of them deserve it. it yeah but when you read the aziz thing it was like they they were hanging out together and making out and he he wanted to make it a little harder and she said no and he he stopped and then he he tried a, a, about an hour later and and she turned it down he's like that's fine yeah he, he, was, he was almost very respectful to it but yeah. he came out saying i felt so uncomfortable and everything and i was like oh man that's just wrong bitch if you're listening you better never run across <laughs> me in the street yeah it, 
and almost it, it was like an agreement between everyone online when they were like, "Have you people read this shit?" Yeah. I said, "This is a bullshit." See, complaint. the thing is, is I thought I remembered, and maybe it was a stand-up thing that mm. he did or something where he talked about that. Maybe, but it was super maybe he's still doing stand-up. I, I, don't I don't know, man. But I mean, with COVID, everyone can everyone's yeah. kind of disappearing on their own. So, but he was amazing in this, man. And if you haven't seen Thirty Minutes or Less, it's it's a very simple story. You got two morons played Fucking by Danny idiots, McBride, dude. Nick Schwartz, and my love ball. Danny McBride might be. After Mike Myers, he might be my favorite comedian, comedian. of all time. Yeah. I can just watch him in anything, and I just yeah. smile. Yeah. He has the perfect delivery that I'm looking for, and he, that he does in Big every one of his movies. Oh, my God. <laughs> He's so good, man. I, I just laugh my ass. I loved him in Eastbound and Down. Oh, dude, so great. My, I never saw the completion of that. Uh, I saw it, like, I think there were four seasons, and I only saw three. The I never... Righteous Gemstones was so funny. Is where, that the karate movie? No, it was. that was uh, The Foot Fist Way, which was I want to awesome. see that. Really good. I, uh, uh, that was a really good one. But, no, The Righteous Gemstones was the series on HBO where it was John Goodman was the matriarch, and then his son was Danny McBride, and then his son is, uh, damn, I can't remember his name. He was in Modern Family. Uh, and it, they're all shady-ass preachers. And, really? Yeah, and they all, like, own the empire and everything. Oh, wow. And they all live on the same place, and they all are rich and stuck up and hate people, but they're all, like, screwing over this person, screwing over that person. They're, it's like, a real life, basically. Yeah, it was, like, yeah. shady, shady stuff. Yeah. It was funny. So, and Remo Williams, uh, the great Fred Ward, uh, I, I call him Remo Williams, but most people know him from like maybe Tremors, Tremors I guess. Yeah. He played the dad who won the lottery, and uh, Danny McBride's son is just like a loaf and hanging out. Yeah. Stupid ideas with his best friend, Nick Schwartz, who I loved. I've always loved since Reno 911. Oh, yeah, dude. Uh, he's hilarious. <laughs> he, he's dude. so funny, man. He's so he, funny. He's really good. His he stand up's do funny. His stand up's really yeah. good, too. Uh, he did a couple of great pods on uh, Rogan that I loved listening to him on. Oh, I bet you they're hilarious. And uh, so they come up with this idea that they want to open a massage, uh, a tanning salon, tanning salon slash yeah. uh, prostitution ring. <laughs> and they have it all worked out. He's, he's got like the mind of a 13 year old. He's yeah. got like on uh, lined paper everything he's going to do. And I'm going to put you in charge of this. I'm going to I'm going to have you work at the counter at first. Yeah. But then you're right. going to work your way up. Yeah. Don't worry about it. He says, well, how are we going to get this money? He, he says, He's. I figure we need about a million dollars, or uh, no, a hundred thousand. I think hundred thousand. He says he can get it because uh, his dad's not going to give it to him. Right. His dad's giving him like pennies to clean the pool and yeah. shit like that, and he's just treating him like a dog. <laughs> so they have this ingenious idea that they are going to kidnap somebody, strap a bomb to his chest, and force them to go rob a bank and yeah. bring them the money. And then I mean, it bam, might work. Might work <laughs> if they weren't idiots. And there was a couple of loopholes there, and yeah. I don't know why uh, Jesse Eisenberg just didn't straight drive to the cops uh, i guess they said we'll be following you that's well, right because he goes to the school and aziz yeah. is one of the teachers there yeah. he's like you brought a bomb to a school <laughs> <Yeah>. your <laughs> first thought was yeah. to go to a school filled with children <laughs> uh yeah so they order jesse eisenberg works at a pizza place and i'm gonna watch this they, they order a pizza uh he danny mcbride orders a pizza so uh jesse eisenberg goes out to like it's like an abandoned kind of freight yard but remember also like he has to get there in 30 minutes or less or it's free yeah and they they live like a while five minutes away and he knows there's no way they're gonna get there so he gets there like 20 minutes late and he says yeah i know i got here late and everything and they come out in like these like intricate monkey masks (laughs) and everything like planet of the apes monkey masks and everything and then he's just like laughing it out so yeah nice laughs uh nice uh nice monkey masks masks and everything (laughs) and then before they know it they uh they grab and like uh chloroform on the ground and then he's tied up he's already got the the vest on and everything some great lines where he's they're they're just giving him the exposition this is what you're gonna do you're gonna go 
rob this bank. You're going to bring it back here. Yeah. So if you don't, we're going to blow you up. And uh, we're going to be watching you the whole time. And they do a demonstration where they put it on the little stuck like, bear. Yeah. Like a teddy bear. <laughs> yeah. And he's, I... I, he says, look what I did to that bear, and I like that bear. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so there's some great uh, action. So he goes and he gets Aziz to help him out. He says, I need you to help me rob this bank. He says, this is how it's going to uh, go down. It will go down great. And uh, before they do that, they grow and steal an awesome car. It's like a Datsun, uh, like one of the sporty Datsuns from Aziz and Zari's like, uh, childhood friend's dad. Oh, really? So they, they put on these like ski masks, and they break in there, and their dad shows up. He says, give me the keys, and your son's an asshole. <laughs> and if, and if, you, if you try to report this to the cops, I'm going to shoot him in the face. Oh, shit. <laughs> so then they take off, and they're going, and they're like, they buy like uh, – they buy fake guns with the uh, tips, but they buy spray paint so they can spray yeah. them and everything. Yeah, and uh, I used to take. I love when them at the they're at like the department store and the the checkers like, you sure you don't need anything else for your rape kit? No. Like, <laughs> like, what are you talking about? He says this is totally a rape kit. He says no, this is not a rape kit. So, and then he's like, I'm gonna add these cookies to it. Is that part of the rape kit or something like that? <laughs> it makes it worse. Uh, so the, I love Aziz is like spraying the things in the car and he's like singing to himself. Yeah. We're on our way to the bank robbery where the cops will come and shoot us in our heads. <laughs> uh, it's so funny, man. And then they they go in and uh, the bank robbery is hilarious. They take the gun from the guard and they, uh, he slides it across to somebody else and she's like, why'd you slide it to him? They just think it was an accident. And then the person slides it away and then shoots one of the other uh, customers so oh, it shit. just all goes wrong and uh, the teller named Sandra tries to throw him a die pack and the die pack explodes on one of the customers he's Aziz is like Sandra I thought we were friends you go back there and you give me some real money and everything <laughs> and remember one of the best moments of the movie is Danny McBride was seeing a prostitute at the strip club, and he mm. promised her, you're going to be uh, top of my job and every, uh, oh, when I God. get the new business and everything. So she blabs to her boyfriend, who's Michael Pena. Oh, shit. <laughs> and Michael Pena uh, uh, kind of swoops in and steals the money from Jesse Eisenberg. Uh -huh. And Jesse Eisenberg thinks that there's a code, that he's going to give him the code to open the vest. Right. And he says, where's the code? And Michael Pena's like, I don't know what you're talking about, man. He says, I need the code. And he's like, what, the contra code? Like, up, down, up, down, <laughs> up, right, up, right, A, B, select, start? <laughs> I laughed my ass off That's in the movie great. theater. I, I saw it in the movie theater. It was so funny, man. Yeah, tons of action. Works all the way down to the end, man. And it was just a very enjoyable flick. Yeah, see, and I, 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 need, to, I need to see that. Yeah, put it on your list, that, man. For sure. It's a good one. Um, all right. So, let's go... 90s. 1993. <laughs> Sweet. Demolition Man. Oh, well, I ain't gonna shit on this one, that's you, for sure. You can't. Man. You can't. Saw this in the theater with my good buddies, uh, friggin' uh, Brian and Joe. We went and saw Demolition Man in high school. I was a junior in high school, man, and this was fucking great. Oh, yeah. It I was just I, I so weird. I think I saw weird. this two or three times in the theater. It was just so weird and wild and differently told. You yeah. Did, you didn't expect to be... It was kind of a it was a comedy action. You didn't expect it to be as fun as it was, I yeah. think, and as colorful. Yeah, well, and, and also I think it was the first time that I ever realized, I mean, I know Reese's Pieces in E.T., but I wasn't old enough to realize that, product placement in oh, a yeah, movie. Yeah. This is where I learned from it because I remember Taco Bell was Big doing, time. yeah, they were pushing the hell out of this. Oh, yeah. And even in the movie, he's like, oh, you want to go out to eat? And he's like, oh, no, all restaurants are Taco Bell now. I'm like, damn, how much did they pay <laughs> it's to like, make It's like it's a privilege that? to work at, at yeah, Taco, yeah, Taco like, Bell. Well, and it's like a five-star restaurant, yeah. you know? Like, it's it's going to be so much fun. I put this in the background all the time just oh, because yeah. I love the music to it. I love the concepts they came up, the three seashells. The three seashells. He doesn't the, know how to use the three yeah. seashells, which... 
I, I can understand. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Or the, uh, the sex. Ooh, fluid exchange. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One of the best Sandra Bullock movies ever. Oh, yeah, this definitely. Speed, she was great. One of my favorites. I mean, she had, this was like the first movie I think I knew her from. Oh, yeah, I think, I think Speed so too. Speed was right after, after this. it. I think yeah. this was, Speed was 95, I think. Well, and Dennis Leary. Dennis Leary know, was killing Edgar it. Friendly. Back then, Dude, man. he was great. He was killing it in everything, man. Oh, yeah. And uh, what was that uh, one where, with Emilio Estevez, uh, Judgment Night? Judgment Night oh, was the other one. Oh, wow. Really I forgot cool about movie. that one where they go to the hockey game or something. Well, or, they don't even get there. But remember? they're in an RV. They're in the RV. Yeah. Jeremy Piven. Uh, it's almost like Steven very Dorf. bad things. Cuba Gooding Jr.? Yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah, yeah. Damn, well, they accidentally see, see the killing of somebody, and then uh, Dennis Leary and his friends are just hunting them down. After. Yeah. I remember Jeremy Piven's on the rooftop trying to go across the ladder. That's yeah. Man, oh, that was a good man, movie. I forgot about that Judgment movie. Night. That's yeah. a good one. I loved it. I went and saw that with my... I had a group of friends in high school that we just went to so many movies. Oh, like, yeah. That's why I don't mind all, talking all 90s, yeah. because I saw everything in the no, 90s. No, back in the theater. 90s, I, I'll never actually forget. My buddy Eric said this to me one time, like... Him and somebody else were talking about the three of us going to the movies, yeah. and they were like, "Oh, you want to go see this?" And I was like, "Oh, I saw that already." And you want to go see this? And I was like, "Oh, I saw that too." And yeah. you want to go see this? And I was like, "Yeah, I saw that too." And yeah. he's like, "Dude, you see every yeah. movie that comes." And in the '90s, I did. It's true, and like, I saw things multiple times. Oh so yeah, it wasn't a big deal for me if I no, knew I, somebody I, that wanted to see something and I knew it was good. I'm all about. Going I saw again. Terminator Two like eight or nine times yeah. in the theater. Yeah. Like, Pulp Fiction was the most I think I ever saw a movie. I saw it nine times. Yeah, in the theater. Uh, it's ridiculous. Um, but Demolition <laughs> Man, um, I love the beginning where, oh, you yeah. know, they have that big fight in the building and, mm -hmm. and uh, I was about to say Schwarzenegger, Stallone goes in after Wesley Snipes um, and they have a great battle scene yeah. just there in the very beginning, you yep. know, and they apprehend him and then they put him into this cryo freeze and everything like that. And they, why do they end up, oh, uh, Wesley Snipes killed the hostages but made it look yeah, like yeah, Sylvester yeah, like Stallone, Stallone did it yeah. so he got locked up and cryogenically frozen as well and I love when they've both been released and they don't wake you up unless you're up for parole right yeah and which then, is interesting which, a concept which they don't give you yeah, yeah. Like, you like know? they needed his him to voice it they you should wake you up only if you get parole yeah you know? yeah and that would have probably avoided the situation and that's and that's what's awesome is is that so he's at his parole hearing yeah. and Wesley all, yeah, yeah and all of a sudden he knows the codes to unlock his chair yeah. and he knows martial arts and he knows yeah. all these things that he didn't know before and you don't know why you yeah. know, until Sylvester Stallone finally gets to his house. Why can I sew? <laughs> yeah, and just wants to knit yeah, yeah. all the time. And like, you know, and, the, and and that's when Sandra Bullock tells him, well, that was part of your uh, rehabilitation yeah. program. We downloaded that type, that information, da, 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 da. So then you find out that somebody's been helping Wesley Snipes, and yeah. I, I forget who like it is. Learn his stuff, yeah. The guy Bob, that was with Bob Gunton. Yeah, the guy that's with Ortho. Yeah. Don't no, Bob Gunton is, uh, is the chief of police. Oh, he, that's right. He's the that's bald right. guy. But he's the uh, guy from Shawshank Redemption. Yeah, I'm he's trying to remember the guy warden. that's, don't you have somewhere yeah. to be? Yeah, yeah. I don't know him from anything. Ah. He reminds me of, like, Tony Scott, actually, the uh, the director. Uh, him and Ortho. I know Ortho was his, his side guy. Yeah, and apparently Jack Black's in this. I don't remember. Jack Black, him. yeah. He was Wasteland one of the, I think scrapper. he's one of the guys underneath the maybe, city. Maybe when they robbed the Taco Bell and they all yeah. come out. It might have been that scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, It's funny. He's in Waterworld, yeah, too. Yeah, he's in Waterworld. And, and I never yep. noticed him in there. I do remember him from Waterworld. He was the one of the guys at the beginning. Um, One guy, very quick, uh, very quick scene in this movie, but I love him, dude. Bill Cobbs. Uh, Bill Cobbs. Right there. 
He's the older black guy oh, yeah, yeah, that yeah, yeah. that knows Sylvester Stallone. Oh yeah, he's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah and like, awesome. and he was from he's his time. It, we used to call him the Demolition That's Man. That's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah you know. And <laughs> oh, Rob Schneider. We didn't mention Rob I'd, Schneider. Yeah, dude. Oh my so gosh. So it was before he got really annoying with some of his movies, where he just came in to do what Rob Schneider's good at. Yeah, man. yeah. Before he did the Animal. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, he he was just his sarcastic yeah. self. But you know, I loved the, him in uh, Judge Dredd. A lot of people oh, did yeah, not like him. Oh yeah, dude. A lot of people didn't like him in that. I love him. I'm a in believer, it. brother. Oh god, right. man. Ugh. I love that scene. Oh my god, it's one of my favorite. Oh, it's scenes. so good, dude. That creature that they turn up is. It reminds me so much of Trapjaw from. Uh, oh from yeah. Master of the Universe. That's true. I really never thought crazy. about that. Let me kill him, Paul. Yeah. Oh god, I gotta, I'm gonna watch that this week. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, you know, the three seashells thing. It, oh, it's so it, funny, and it still holds up, man. You oh can yeah. Still say that in like a crowded room, and you'll get a laugh from one person. At least, at least, <laughs> you know. Um, but I mean, and there's just I, there are some funny parts to this movie. Yeah. Honestly, Wesley was funny. Wesley Snipes yeah. was almost the the yeah. comedic relief of he the movie. He was the com- comedy, and it was the way he dressed and the way he looked and the way he talked and, oh, yeah. and the sarcasm and the surprise the in his swearing voice. And then the tickets, the that's, credits. That's what I was going to oh, say about God, the three man. seashells one, where he's like, "Oh, you don't know how to use the three seashells," and yeah. they all laugh at him, and he goes, "Oh, really?" And he walks over to the thing, and he's like. Fuck you, you yeah. piece of shit. And John every- Spartan, you are fined one credit. Yeah. Like- and you would hear it even in like spots where you didn't Absolutely. think you would hear it. It's so John faint Spartan, in the background. You You're like, oh, they are on that shit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> that really clever, great, man. Dude. It was just so much inventive. Or like, when they ate fun. the when they ate the rat burger. Yeah. Like that was rat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You don't see any cows around here, do you? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Telling me I'm eating a rat burger? He's like, it's not bad. It yeah. just keeps eating it. God, you know? It is fun, man. It, it was what I wanted. Uh, I, last action here on my second viewing, I kind of got that kind of quality towards it, but not on my first viewing. On this one, I was like, oh, this is just fun. Since action. they're not on either one of our lists, yeah. just a quick mention. I was either going to pick that or Rush Hour. I'm really surprised yeah. neither of us pitch, ru- picked Rush Hour, but we have talked it before. We have talked it before. And I it's a go- 90s <laughs> action movie. <laughs> I like Rush Hour 2 just as much. Yeah. 3, I didn't much care for it. Yeah, yeah, Paris and- I don't know what it is with those third ones. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the third cop movies, because yeah. Lethal Weapon 3 was bad. But yeah. You know what was good? Was Lethal Weapon 2. <laughs> so we're going to talk Lethal Weapon 2, well 1989. Played, sir. 1989. Yeah, I didn't much care for them after. One and two were were complete works of art, in my opinion. Oh, yeah. I love the first two, both directed by Dick Donner, uh, the guy who brought Superman and the Goonies and all, all these fantastic movies. Now, two is Diplomatic Immunity, yep, right? Dip- two is, and with Joe Pesci. Except for you and Dave. Yeah. I've never, ever met somebody that gets that quote when I say it. Oh, really? Like Diplomatic. Yeah, like if somebody says like, oh, did you do this, that, or the other? And either if I did or I didn't, you know what I mean? And they'll be like, oh, and I'll be like, diplomatic immunity. (laughs) (laughs) They'll just look at me like I'm some kind of fucking idiot. (laughs) (laughs) My friend Steve Paul would have loved that. Yeah, I know, right? You guys suck. (laughs) (laughs) I love number two, man. I used to watch one. The girl in this was gorgeous. Oh, yeah. She didn't do much. She did another movie uh, that was like a bellboy movie. What the fuck was it? Blame it on the bellboy? Hmm. Uh, I think Blame it on the bellboy was the movie and she was she was gorgeous uh, I think she was truly South African I think she, she was she looks a little like Charlize and yeah. I know Charlize is South African and she's African. got that golden skin yeah yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. Like, oh, she was great in this yeah uh, so many great action and comedy scenes in it, man. The, bringing Joe Pesci into this movie is yeah. what made this movie, man. Whatever the, you want, Leo, Leo gets. gets. <laughs> and, oh man, just 
uh, when he tries to reach for when they first meet and he tries to reach for Roger's gun. Yeah. And, and he <laughs> grabs his, he says, all right, come on. I just never seen an old guy like that. Yeah. Bet the kid's got an automatic. Yeah, look at Beretta. And he yeah. slaps him in the face. Like, come on, you guys. It was like a Three Stooges thing, yeah. which was funny because that was always a big thing for Riggs was the Three Stooges. He yeah. watched Whoa. it a lot on TV. Yeah, and he exactly. did that thing in the, uh, the first one. So it's funny. And then like t- five minutes after they meet him, they're out the window, seven floors In the hotel scene, up. dude. Why did you follow grim- us down? You're my partner. Yeah. <laughs> Up. Why didn't you follow him down? <laughs> <laughs> and that's what he did. He just echoed them with sarcasm. And, and the action, the beginning of this movie, man, and you forget how many great character actors are in this movie, oh, yeah. too. Uh, what's her name from uh, Aliens? You know, uh, Vasquez is one of the partners. She's the one that's blown up on the diving board. Is it uh, Tracy Wolf? Nope. No. If you know, say her name, I'll, I'll know it. We'll it's it's a long find. name. It's like Stackhead or something. Janice, maybe, or... That might be way off. <laughs> <laughs> Samsonite. Yeah, so close. She's on there someplace. Uh, Hank from uh, Breaking Bad was one of the other partners that gets killed at the poker game. Oh, wow. Game. Uh, so they had a lot of like really good kind of sub-actors in this. Uh, I love the the chief of police in this movie. I always thought he looked like uh, Dick Donner, and then I find out it's his cousin. No I'm shit. Learning shit all over the place. <laughs> so, uh, he's been in a lot of movies, too, the chief of police in this. There's a couple of great scenes with him. But the opening of the movie, remember the, the credits, the music came up and the credits came up with the Lethal Weapon 2, and then it just, it like swiped off and it- To a car it, chase. To a car chase. And yeah. uh, uh, Mel Gibson is like punching the ceiling of the car, yeah. and they're screaming, and they're in- I would have loved to have seen the scene before that yeah. because they're chasing also the guy from Aliens. You know the guy that uh, was with Vasquez that had the acid yeah. in his face? He was one of the South Africans. He's the one that they shot on the plastic first uh-huh. oh, because yeah, he fucks right. up the car chase. Yeah. Remember, he, he crashes, he gets away, and then the cougar ants come yeah. flying out of the bag. Uh, I would love thing. to have a few of those. I love when, when uh, Riggs is, uh, dislocates his arm to win the bet yeah. in the straitjacket, and one of the guys puts in a cougar in. Yeah. Like, you guys can't get, just go, yeah. go through this shit. Yeah. Um, isn't Busey in this one? The first one. The first yep. one. Okay. Yeah. Right. Great scene with Busey at the yeah. end. He's the one who was like, yeah. the You want a shot at the gym? Come on, come on. I go back and forth with which I like better for They're number both one great. and two. They're almost equally as good. Yeah. 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 And three. Had its moments on it. I mean, the the whole love story with Rene Russo, and it, it just got kind of yeah, It was of fun old. to have Chris Walken there. It, that was four. Oh, that four, yeah. yeah and right. I didn't care for four at all. I liked know. it because of him. First two. I hear, a rumor, I hear rumors that they're going to make another one of this, but I think Mel Gibson's not. That and his name was Butters. Yeah. I don't <laughs> think Mel Gibson's going to be good for the for a new one, but we'll, we'll see how it is. He And he's not stopped making movies. Oh, no, I know. He's he's like rules he, Redbox. No, he's like, like, it's him and Nicolas Cage. Yeah. Like, they're Nicholas... making like crazy B movies. Yeah, dude. They're just all over dude. the place. They, whatever. That, that might be what you have to do to make money. Did I mean. you hear about Nicolas Cage being in the show about being Nicolas Cage and he's playing himself like hmm. it's this weird thing like it's a show I have not heard of it but that sounds like something he would it's sign a on show for. about him like yeah. a TV show not like a reality yeah, yeah. show but he plays himself like in his younger years interesting like, I swear they're gonna do they're just gonna have him look the same or they I don't do know it? I swear yeah. I heard about it on Netflix or something I know like they're gonna that. do a new face off I, I did hear mm, that. Interesting. And hopefully, I, neither of them are in it. Yeah. <laughs> that was one of those movies that that's still fun to watch, but it just it it's got some moments in it where yeah. you cringe worthy moments yeah. in it, <laughs> where he just lost his shit. Uh, but yeah, *Lethal Weapon* two, some great scenes. The the toilet scene with the bomb on the toilet. Oh yeah, where he's got to pull him off and. Uh, just that whole diplomatic immunity scene. The great soundtrack uh, to Michael Kamen and uh, Eric Clapton. I don't think Eric Clapton did the 
Eric Clapton came out with the Knocking on Heaven's Door song, uh-huh. on this, which obviously wasn't him. That was a Bob Dylan song. But probably one of my best renditions uh, that I've heard was the Eric Clapton version. And number three is when I think he came out with that Tears for Heaven song, which was depressing oh, as God, fuck. Dude. Oh, God, dude. And then you found I out, what, still cry and then you found out what it was about, and you're oh, like, oh, my God. God. Why, why did you have to unleash that on the world? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, you wanted to just give him his award and let's not yeah. play it again. <laughs> yeah, so I, I'm a huge Lethal Weapon 2 fan. <laughs> I, I kind of forgive the Mel Gibson. St- I, I try to forgive most of these guys' stuff for the older stuff that they do. Right. I, I, yeah. I don't want to contribute to their newer stuff, but yeah, I, it's just not fan of Danny Glover. It's not fan to no, uh, it's not Dick Donner and all these people that were part of that huge franchise. That was a huge moneymaker, man. Two favorite scenes, and I'm pretty sure they're both in this one. <laughs> pretty sure is when gently they- wasn't it. <laughs> <laughs> but no, when they do the loaded weapon scene where they go and they shoot up the the uh, camper on the beach. Yeah, that yeah, was his. That, that's super yeah, uh, awesome scene. Um, and also when when he sorry wrong house no yeah. problem no problem no problem <laughs> <laughs> to one hundred percent of you out there that don't get that <laughs> yeah we not, still think it's funny <laughs> these people that don't get diplomatic immunity yeah. aren't going to get a loaded weapon part one joke that's for sure. Um, but also when they kill the girl and he goes and he goes and hooks his truck up to their house oh and yeah pulls that shit down the mountain that's in when California. he finds out that that South African guy killed his wife that was yeah. like a twist that you didn't see coming because his wife died in the first one you know yeah. or just like had already died when the movie had started right yeah well so that's why he was suicidal idea. yeah like when he when they go to raid the stilt house at first and he says his name mm-hmm. he says are you Martin Riggs yeah. he's like yeah yeah the Hollywood Riggses yeah <laughs> who are you yeah. and, and then he doesn't answer him and then later on he's just like he does that 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 Bond villain thing, like yeah. this is why I'm going to kill you, and uh, then uh, they work in that uh, dislocated arm thing again. Yeah, uh, for him oh, to get out. So yeah, well. then he was just like rip shit. Yeah, through like the whole thing. The way Raj was rip shit in the first one, yeah. where they kidnapped his daughter. Yeah, they just had Mel go crazy. And with his character one. at that point, dude, that's what you wanted to see. Yeah, you I know, mean, he brought that house down. Yeah, and- dude, it, it was it was the fight in the first one between him and Busey. Busey yeah. That portion of his character yeah. was that what, what you're talking yeah, about. I mean, now. he was and always it was on the. I mean, it, the Lethal Weapon was always kind of referring to to Mel, you know, mm-hmm. his character. That yeah. he was a loose cannon. That right. he was uh, that he should be in therapy, and he doesn't want therapy. Yeah. And we all laugh about it, but <laughs> <laughs> you're kneeling on people's neck later in your career. So. Uh, all right, Lethal Weapon Two, great one, man. All right, what here you got? we go. So this next one comes 90s. with... Yeah. <laughs> this can't guess what uh, decade it's from. <laughs> um, so this one comes with a little disclaimer. So I haven't seen this movie in like 15 or 20 years. I went to go and watch it, and I can't find it I anywhere. hope it's the movie that I saw in there that I was like, did he really put that movie on there? It definitely is. <laughs> I, I hope so, too. It, it's fled. Mm. Oh, no, it's the other one. That one's last. <laughs> I forgot you told me what it was. It was yeah. Fled, yeah. Yeah. Um, and, it's... and I definitely have seen Fled. And, yeah. I, and I remember the trailer, and I remember that Lawrence Fishburne and uh, Stephen Baldwin yeah. were in it, which is weird. Stephen Baldwin didn't do many, many films. No, and he... I mean, it was Unusual Suspects, which was probably the biggest thing he'd ever done. Yeah. Um, and, and, I mean... Like I said, so what I did to try and like revamp this because yeah. we've never talked this. I oh, really yeah. like this yeah. movie, so I don't is know. It, 
There's thousands of movies we haven't talked yeah, about. Yeah, dude. Uh, um, but especially I mean, ones like this, but that only a certain amount of people have seen. Yeah, but and, and that's the thing though is like there are so many out there yeah. that one that's random like this when yeah. it pops into my head, I'm like, I have to. Yeah. No matter what, I don't care. Like I have to put it on the list. You know, there's a movie uh, that. Fled reminds me of it called Run. Do you ever remember Run with Patrick Dempsey? I do. It was he he had to be on the run for something. I think it came out the same time as Fled because I remember confusing. It the names may have, back in the but day. I, that was a good movie. Yeah, I that think, was a good movie too. I think that was probably better than Fled. To yeah, be honest, yeah, and I can't find Run anywhere. Yeah, I know. That's I a do. Hard I, one. I, I was able to find like. 12 clips of this movie on YouTube and that was it. Um So yeah, I I remember that they are they are connected at some point by chains, right? Right. Okay. So it starts off they're yeah. they're in prison. Yeah. Um and there I'll, is I got to pull this shit up. Yeah. Uh, it's dude, it's got a decent cast. Will Patton's in it. Um he's kind of like the guy that hunts him down. Um, Selma Hayek's in it. I think it may be the first movie I ever saw her in. I oh, think wow. this was pre. Um... I love Will Patton though, man. He oh, dude, do yeah. Enough, man. Well, and you know what? I, so underrated. You know I what think. I love most about him is his facial expressions and his voice. His delivery. Man. His, the the his way delivery. he says these lines. Oh yeah. Like it, 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 it's so great how he talks. Man, I love it. And when he's in a tense uh, tense situation, he gets really angry. Like in The Postman, or even more so in like Armageddon. Mm-hmm. Like, give us one more minute. Yeah. And yeah. He gets yeah. really. Yeah, excited. I love it. So, I love that he's the sheriff in uh, in Halloween. Oh yeah, I'm dude. sure he's coming back for the next one. Um, so they're they're at a uh, at like a work camp basically. So they're on a chain gang and they're digging the ditch and everything like that. And uh, Lawrence Fishburne and Stephen Baldwin get paired up together and they're not really getting along very well, <laughs> you know. Um, and there's one guy. I wish I could find him on here. Um, shoot, there's yeah, looking at the other guys. It's. His name huh, is Tom Turbeville, not to be confused with Tommy Tuberville. Um, and he's like, he's been in a couple other, he always plays a bad guy, and I think I think even a prisoner. Um, uh, let me look him up. Yeah. Um, he basically, he, he stages a breakout. He gets a gun and, and kills a bunch of the guards and stuff, so everybody takes off. Well, Lawrence Fishburne and Stephen Baldwin take off together, and Stephen Baldwin doesn't want to leave, but Lawrence Fishburne's like, no, fuck that, we're out of here, you <laughs> yeah. know? Um, so they have to run away from the cops and while they're on the run, they run into Selma Hayek and they kind of tell her like, listen, you know, we have to get it away. Um, you know, we're wanted, but we're like basically, so Stephen Baldwin is a hacker and he's, he stole like $500 million from this company that like was shitting on their employees. So basically he was like, oh, you want to shit on people? Then I'll just take your money. And he got caught. So that's why he's in jail. Mm -hmm come to find out though is the stuff that he downloaded wasn't actually the 500 million dollars it was this like network of all these different um transactions between like 90s in the computers absolutely man. <laughs> dude between like um these uh I, I can't remember if they're drug dealers or if they're uh gun runners yeah um but he basically downloaded their entire operation so they're now trying to find him so they can kill him. So not only are they uh, on the run from the police and from uh, uh, Will Patton, mm. they're also on the run from this mob of people, you know? Am I going to have to find this movie? Dude, I'll, it's, it's, I'll probably just have to buy it, though. This is funny. So you know how, like, I learned the word plethora yeah. from, from yeah, yeah, yeah. Three Amigos? Yeah. I, I think know, most of us did, yeah. I, the word Ducati, I know from oh, this movie. Because they say it. I never knew what one was yeah. before this. Yeah. They keep talking about these Ducatis all through yeah, yeah. the fucking movie, and close to the end, they finally get on a pair. Mm-hmm. And dude, there is a 
badass chase scene of these two guys on the Ducatis running from this guy in like a black Lincoln. Damn, I don't remember that. Dude, it's so good. They take him up to, um, what is it, Stone Mountain, where they have the carving in the... Oh, uh, Mount Rushmore? No, 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 that's the president. Stone Mountain, they have like, I I think it's what, General Stonewall or whatever. Okay. I don't know. It's a monument in Georgia. Okay. Um, So they end up having like a shootout up there, and that's a good scene too. Um, But... There's a little twist in it, and I'm going to give it away because this movie came oh, out in 94. And I can't find it. And you can't, can't find it. it. So <laughs> I might as well tell you, turns out Lawrence Fishburne is a cop. Yeah. And he's been protecting Stephen Baldwin this yeah. whole time. That Trump. part I did remember. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, dude, I mean, when you find out he's a cop. Hmm. How, how far into it do you find out? Is I mean, it's, it's, like, it's like three quarters of the really, way Really, really? Yeah. yeah. Um, so... The bad guys have gotten a hold of Stephen Baldwin, and they're torturing him, trying to get the disc from him. And out of nowhere, Lawrence Fishburne just kicks in these two glass mm-hmm. doors, and he's got two guns, and he's shooting them sideways, cross-armed, <laughs> just coming in like this, you know? And uh, like, was this pre like deep cover for him? I wonder. When, I don't know. Uh, when was what year was this one? This was ninety four. Ninety four. Deep cover's got to be ninety six. Deep cover is ninety six. No, no. Uh, Fled was ninety six. Deep cover ninety two. So oh, it was wow. like four years after that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, dude, Lawrence Fishburne plays a gangster-ass motherfucker yeah. really well, yeah. dude. You is. know he does play well. So. But I mean, dude, this this movie—it's fun, it's funny, it's got action, and I mean, no offense, Stephen Baldwin, you're a terrible actor. <laughs> he is. He's not that. But everybody yeah. else in the movie makes up for his. He's better than Daniel Baldwin. <laughs> <laughs> not as good as William, <laughs> and certainly not as good as Alec. Yeah, <laughs> that's the that's the uh, the tier of Baldwin. Yeah, I, I think I think Alec his... William, and the and the only reason William is on there because he was in Backdraft. Yeah, because if that. he wasn't, maybe Stephen Baldwin would have been higher because Stephen Baldwin was awesome in Usual Suspects. Well, wasn't he also in Biodome? <laughs> Why are you I'm trying to make a point here? <laughs> Just trying to make it even. <laughs> clearly, you have uh, clearly you have Daniel Baldwin in your back pocket here. Daniel Baldwin did one movie I could even name that was big, which was yeah. that Vampires movie. Oh yeah, yeah he was like uh, uh, what uh, James Wood's right hand man. That's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's wow, the only I one I think that. I could pull out of my ass that Daniel Daniel's done. Also, uh, Robert John Burke is in this. Who's Robert John Burke? Huh. He's that creepy dude from, um, oh, shit. I want to say, isn't he the dude from uh, Frighteners? Oh, no. You're thinking of the guy from Reanimator? Yeah, 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 yeah. Say his name again. Robert John Burke. Robert John Burke. Oh, there he is right there. I know him from several movies. But oh, he's I, the RoboCop. He's RoboCop 3. He's from Thinner. He's the guy from Thinner. Thinner, that's hey, what it is. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Oh, I didn't realize he was in Tombstone, but he played RoboCop in number three when they got rid of Peter Weller. Oh, did they? Yeah, I yeah, didn't yeah. realize that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I forgot about um, him. He's a fucking asshole in this yeah. movie. He's <laughs> he played an asshole really asshole, well. dude. All right, well, I'm going to piggyback on yours for another one where uh, that will be spoiler alert. This one happens at the beginning of the movie, though, so it's not a big spoiler. Godzilla where, versus where, Kong. Where you think you're dealing with two criminals, but you're actually dealing with one criminal and one cop. Mm-hmm. Love this movie, man. 1996, Bulletproof. Oh, oh uh, didn't he live? Didn't, I know. Didn't he, <laughs> this is 90s, man. This is your territory. <laughs> you didn't snatch it up. Now I know why you tried to get a big hit from me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, Bulletproof, man. I love... Uh, 
I love Bulletproof, man. It was one of the first times we got to see Adam Sandler not completely silly as shit. Yeah. Because 95 was Happy Gilmore, so mm-hmm. we had already seen him in Billy Madison and Happy Gilmore. Now, so this one was, year later. This was Damon, not Keenan Damon. Yeah, okay. It was Damon Wayans. Okay. Who would, in my opinion, the, the only thing that didn't, set this movie apart even more to people is they kind of had two comedians in it where they Damon Wayans as much as I love Damon oh, Wayans yeah. Damon Wayans probably should have been Adam Sandler's character and they probably should have had like Tommy Lee Jones playing the Damon Wayans character they needed somebody super serious yeah. in the Damon Wayans role to go against that the silliness that right. Adam Sandler was yeah. and they kind of both silly even though Damon was trying to kind of separate himself at this time as like an action guy isn't Halle Berry in this movie for like 30 seconds no I, that's Last Boy Scout. Oh, that's yeah, what it is. She played the okay. stripper in Last Boy yeah. Scout. This had uh, James Khan was the bad guy. Oh, really, really that's great. right. Yeah, some good stuff in this. So they were just like low-level criminals. They mm. stole cars. They brought them to chop shops and everything. And at the beginning of the movie, that's what we see. We see them. That was the other thing that probably they could have gone an extra ten minutes of is developing the friendship between them at yeah. the beginning. Yeah, because I don't remember much about that. It was quick. It was like six minutes. They got to see. Uh, the, we're friends. Yeah, we're friends. We're yeah. buddies. Hey, yeah. I, I got your back all the time, bro. Yeah. Type of deal. Yeah. And then all of a sudden. When uh, they uh, you realize that he's bringing uh, Damon Wayans to go talk to James Khan, who's the big guy, and then you see uh, Damon Wayans get arrested right before as he's getting into his car, mm-hmm. and they, it's kind of a ruse where they they arrest him, they throw him in the back, he talks shit to the cops, he gets to the station, he talks shit, they throw him in the uh, chief of police's office, and then mm-hmm. he breaks yeah. breaks character, and he he was like, hey. I got our guy, man. You realize, oh, Damon Wayans is a cop here, and he's about to set Adam Sandler up. Right. But he's trying his best to to like say, I I kind of like Adam Sandler. Can can we kind of take care of him after this is all over? Yeah. And he's like, hey, man, this guy's a fucking criminal and everything. He's yeah, but maybe we can do something for him. So, yeah. so he ends up wearing a wire, and they go to uh, to the warehouse to do the big drug deal, and uh, Adam Sandler really thinks he's he pulls that like. Uh, uh, Donnie Brasco thing. If you're a cop, then I'm the biggest idiot in the world type of yeah, situation. Yeah. And he's like, he's not a cop. He's Look, he's not wearing a wire, and he rips down uh, Damon Wayans' shirt, and he's wearing a fucking wire. Yeah. And then Adam Sandler can't believe it. He's like, you were my fucking best friend. And mm-hmm. then the cops came in, and they bust him, man. Ugh. And then uh, as the cops are coming in, Damon Wayans loses Adam Sandler, and Adam Sandler grabs like uh, <laughs> grabs that Spuds McKenzie dog and puts the gun That's to his head. That's right, yeah. And Damon Wayans is like, you're not going to kill a dog, man. You're a dog lover. Yeah. Yeah. And uh and all of a sudden Adam Sandler is hit in the back by like some like uh something that was swinging like mm-hmm. a hook or something. Uh-huh. And it, he ended up shooting Damon Wayans and Damon ha- Wayans gets shot in the head. In the head. That's in the head. right. I and then he goes to the that. ground and everything and then you realize holy shit Adam Sandler is going to fucking prison now yeah. where he probably would have gotten early parole because Damon Wayans would have helped him out. Right. So he kind of fucked himself. Damon Wayans wakes up, he ends up he ends up uh, falling in love with his uh, physical therapist. He's got to learn to like walk again and everything, and then yeah. he's like back on the force. This is Remember very he... similar to a Steven Seagal movie. <laughs> hard to kill? Yeah. yeah. A little hard <laughs> to kill. That's what it was. <laughs> <laughs> so what turns out is Adam Sandler's going to turn state's evidence, and he's going to turn on James Conn, so they have to like um, 
He's got to transport him and protect him. Mm-hmm. He's like, I want the job, man. Yeah. And then he's he's like ruthless with him. He's not forgiving him. And even though Adam Sandler, you could tell that he didn't mean any of this shit yeah. happened. Some great action stuff, though. The plane scene. Do you remember the plane scene? I don't know that I do. Where he's transporting, they're on the tarmac, and he's mm-hmm. going to transport Adam Sandler, and they're like, they're a little bit, they're probably 100 yards away from the. Uh, from the plane and shots start coming and James uh, Khan had sent his men out there to kill him and they're killing everyone like all the SWAT guys are, are getting shot and the uh, the ATF guys mm-hmm. and they have to like book it to the small plane and they get on the plane and one of the uh, guys that were trying to kill him gets on the plane too and shoots through the plane as at, as uh, Damon Wayans as they're taking off Damon Wayans kills the guy they realized once they get airborne that one of the bullets took out the pilot. Oh, shit. And, uh, Adam Sandler can fly a plane because he was doing, like, pickups for James Conde. He's like, I've got a 1,000 hours and everything. And he's like, you, uh, he gets behind the thing, and they, like, crash land into oh, the shit. woods. So it's Damn, like this, I don't remember that. It's like this buddy comedy thing where they got to rely on each other, and yeah. you're walking through the desert together and everything. Yeah, like, I mean, I, I remember this movie being fantastic. I yeah, saw it in it the theater. Great. Yeah, we used to watch it all the time back in the day. Like, yeah. after high school when we were just hanging out with our buds in the in the, uh, each other's living rooms and everything. Yeah. We used to throw movies on. This yeah, was one of them. For months after seeing yeah. this movie, my friends and I would just, Disneyland. Yeah. Adam Sandler was huge. Remember he the big scene with him was uh, him in the shower singing the Bodyguard song? Oh, that's <laughs> right. Yeah. And David Wayne just flipped, Will you shut up? Yeah. Will you shut the hell up? <laughs> <laughs> or the great, there's an awesome scene where Adam Sandler is flirting with the uh, the hotel guy, the guy that's checking him in. Mm-hmm. And th- he's trying to get him, he's his your wife back there? He says, yeah. You, you want to come on and join a threesome with me and my friend? <laughs> and he, he just keeps saying it. So when Adam Sandler is... Uh Adam Sandler is trying to escape through the window when he's in the shower, mm-hmm. and that one guy sees him, and Damon Wayans behind him, and it looks like Damon Wayans is like fucking him in the ass, and Adam <laughs> hanging out the window, and he's he's talking to the guy uh, outside the window and everything. That guy ends up rescuing him. That oh, they, no the shit. cops or the uh, the bodyguards end up. Uh, coming down on the hotel room and then he comes in with his big truck and drives him all over the place oh, and, shit. and rescues their ass man it was fun man yeah lots I, of action i man. definitely fondly remember that yeah you movie. definitely got to rewatch bulletproof it's good all right well uh i'll uh i'll see your damon wayans <laughs> and i'll call you a damon wayans and marlon wayans oh boy uh mo money Mo money, mo, mo money, money, mo money, dude. This this movie. I've seen it, but I don't remember shit about it. This movie's so much. Fun. I mean, it, it was kind of started from the. Uh, oh from yeah, the dude, there are thing, right? there are so many in Living Color references yeah, yeah. in the, like you remember. Well, I think that's where the the idea because it didn't it start with oh the, with, them with the two selling, of them. Yeah, with the yeah. two of them selling stolen goods. And yeah. Everything. Um, but you he act also now I could even get you the cop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but he also uh, Damon Wayans also does his character. You remember the homeless oh, guy that's not like. Dance. He did that for for a while. It was so was, fucking yeah, funny, yeah. dude. The crackhead yeah. guy that carried um, his own shit. In the yeah. <laughs> um, so the I movie, love it, Living Color. The man. movie starts off. Marlon Wayans is taking this white guy. He's a, you'd know him. He's a character actor. I just don't know his name. Oh, look at that. Um, this must have been one of Marlon's first movies. Man. Oh yeah, I'm pretty sure it was. Um, and he's taking him up. And bro, they're taking him to like the top floor of this building. And he's all out of breath by the time they get there. And he's like, you know, this thing better be up here. He's buying a TV from him for 300 bucks, you know, and he gets up to the apartment and Damon Wayne's answers the door, you know, and like, what the password, (laughs) you know, and doing that voice and that character and everything. So they get inside and the guy's like, Jesus, it smells like piss in here. And he just keeps like being insulting. And, you know, and Damon Wayne's is just 
like you would think like he would get upset, but instead he just kind of kowtows to him and just like, okay, Frankie, okay, you know. And so, <laughs> like, they get the $300, and Marlon Wayans goes in the other room to get the box with the TV in it. And in the meantime, Damon Wayans, like, pulls up a shot of heroin and, like, does the shot and starts spazzing out. And he's like, oh, this shit's bad shit. And, like, the dude thinks that he's dying, so he's like... He's like, hey, what's going on in here? So Marlon Wayans comes in with the box, and he gives it to him. And he's like, get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out. We won't tell anybody you're here. So the guy goes running down the stairs, and about the time he's probably down the second flight of stairs, Damon Wayans rolls over, and the two of them are like, man, that was easy money. Mo money, mo money. <laughs> well, at that time, the guy trips on the stairs, mm. and it's just a box with, like, uh, peanut packing and two cement blocks Ouch. in it. So, like... They go out the window, they go down the fire escape, and they're walking down the alley. They're getting ready to go spend their money, and they come across this homeless guy. And Damon Wayans tells Marlon, he's like, hey, go get that money out of his pocket because he's got like a $10 yeah. bill. And so he's like sneaking up real careful to go and get it. And Damon Wayans goes, evening, officer. And the guy <laughs> wakes up, and he's an undercover cop, you know what I mean? And so the guy they sold the TV to ends up seeing him. Uh, the undercover cop, yeah. and there's like a big chase scene that ensues, and Damon Waynes gets arrested, and then you find out he's got a friend that's a cop who can kind of help him get out of trouble, mm. um, and his lawyer is the Reverend Pimp Daddy. Oh my God, <laughs> dude. I, like, he he speaks like a black Southern preacher, mm. but he's an attorney, and like everything out of his mouth is just bullshit. It's just bullshit. <laughs> to the point where the judge gets so pissed off that he's like, look, I'm just going to throw your case out. Like, So he wins the case. Uh, um, and he ends up, and I know she's in a little bit of stuff yeah. too. Stacey Dash. Yeah, ends up running into Stacey Dash. She's just Dash. a dumbass Trumper. Yeah, <laughs> she's well. just an idiot. Um, and you know the game Three Card Monty? Yes. Red card, yeah, 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 you know, yeah. so Marlon Wayans is trying to do that, and uh, Damon Wayans wants to get with Stacey Dash, so he comes over to the table and, like, makes Marlon Wayans lose all of his fucking right. money, you know, and he wants to hit on her, and he, it's like a cute scene, like, he goes into her building, and she's going up to the seventh floor, and every stop along the way, he's running up the stairs to ask her out, you mm -hmm. know. Well, eventually he's like, okay, well, fuck it, I'll just get a job here. And then she can't say no, you know, so he starts working for this company, and it's a credit card company. She's going out, uh, Stacy Dash, her, her boyfriend, his name is uh, Harry Lennox. Oh, Harry Lennox is awesome. Dude, I... He's Martian Manhunter. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Dude, I swear, and unfortunately I think he's too old to do it now, yeah. I think he would have made the best person for an Obama movie. Like... He still I think looks he's, good. He I, still looks good. If he was going to play him now, maybe older looking back. Yeah. Um, but he was I, also in that movie Titus. He's I love Harry Lennox. Yeah, dude, he's great, yeah. man. Um, yeah, when you see Matt, when you see Marshall Manhunter or Martian Marshall, uh -huh. when you see Martian Manhunter in the new uh, Zack Snyder cut, that's Harry Lennox. Oh no shit! Yeah, he's got okay. so much makeup you would never know. Well, no, they do show him uh, normal, and then they show him. In oh his really? Makeup too. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, it's really cool. Um, and so he basically he goes to work for this credit card company. Mm -hmm. And the head of security for the credit card company has been committing fraud through all these dead people mm. and, like, you know, basically... Sounds like a good getting, idea to me. Yeah, right? <laughs> um, and what's his name? John Deal is the Oh, yeah, guy. John Deal's awesome. He's a he's, great bad yeah, guy. He's, he plays an asshole in a whole bunch of different movies. And he, he does, He was like, the asshole in The Client. He was going to kill the little kid. That's right, and, yeah. Uh, damn, there was another movie with him in it. Oh, he was in Stripes. He was one of the oh, stupid Oh, that's right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I forgot yeah. about that. <laughs> 
Um, and so uh, they called me the cruiser. Yeah. <laughs> they called me the dork. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so. Damon Wayans now realizes, like, oh, shit, well, if I, you know, he starts stealing credit mm. cards and he gets caught. Well, uh, John da- Dial, Deal, Dial, Doop, Doop, Deal, whatever, guess, um, catches him and says, like, hey, you know what? Why don't you come work with me? Mm. You know, but, and that dude, this is one of my favorite scenes is where they both dress up like they're gay mm. and they go into the jewelry store. It's just all great characters that he And, and that's like, what it was. I yeah. mean, it was, it, what was it? Um, I was about to say fascinated with films. What was the uh, two snaps in a... Oh, yeah. the. Uh, um, uh, it was like gay men on gay, film. Gay men on film. I yeah, think. you yeah, know, yeah. it's basically those two oh, characters. Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, they but played I guess gay so well, man. The other one so was funny. David Alan Greer in the show. Oh, man, David Alan Greer. God, that yeah. was so great. God. Was he in this too? Did he make no, none of those guys no. made an uh, appearance? No. Um, what was it? I think it's their sister. Oh, Kim? I can't remember which one it was. Kim Wayans was one of the uh, the the ones that was in most of the old stuff. Yeah, but, but they've she... had that family is huge. Yeah, I know. I mean, they have like eight people in it. I'm th- and they were big at this time period, man. Oh yeah, this dude. was like like why they were doing this. Keenan was doing low down dirty shame. Dude, in living color made Jim Carrey yeah. who he is. One of my like... favorite, probably my that and the Chappelle Show are probably the two best sketch comedy shows of all time. Oh yeah, opinion. dude. I love in living color. Um. Alma Vaughn. It's all one name. It's Alma Vaughn. Alma Yvonne. <laughs> like Aquafina? Yeah, right? <laughs> like it's, it's like Alma Yvonne or something huh, like that. Um, and the thing was, is like, whenever she was on In Living Color, they always made her like ugly, yeah. you know? Yeah, and yeah, so yeah. like... In this movie, they just like, well, you're just going to play the same role. You know what I mean? <laughs> and so she's trying to get with Marlon Wayans, and he's like, I don't want to get with her because she's ugly. And he ends up getting like super drunk, and they go to sleep. Uh, you know, they, they have sex or whatever, and he wakes up in the morning, and he wakes up all hungover, and he's like, open his eyes real slow, and he's like, oh, man. And he just, like senses there's yeah. somebody in bed behind him, and he turns over, and she's sitting there, and she just she's got her eyes closed, and she's got this big smile on her face, <laughs> and he's like, oh. And so he's trying to figure out how he's going to get her out of the apartment, and he just goes, fire, fire, <laughs> like, makes her think there's a fire, and then kicks her out, and she's standing in the hallway like in her bra and panties, and she's got her clothes and stuff, but like she just literally got kicked out of bed. She's like, how am I supposed to get home? And he takes two bucks and slides it under the door, and she's like, two dollars. He's like, take the train. It's <laughs> hilarious. I would have loved to have seen him turn over and it be Jamie Foxx as, oh, as that character. Yeah, Wanda. Yeah, yeah, and Wanda. that's the thing. She When they're walking off in the club scene right before that, she goes, I'm going to rock your yeah, yeah, world. Yeah. You know, and it's like, oh, man. That character Wanda doesn't really work unless Tommy Davidson is in the scene. Oh, Tommy, God. Uh, Tommy I got Davidson. you. I got you. I'm ready to go. You don't know. Maybe when you Tommy Davidson me. used to climb whatever actor it was <laughs> <laughs> to get away from her. It was so great, man. Yeah, uh, dude. I remember being there every night that that was, uh, I don't know what night Living Color aired. I think it was Fridays. Oh, God, yeah. I couldn't Fridays wait Fridays or it. Sundays. I loved it. Um, but, I mean, and, and there was a lot of good comedy and stuff. Yeah. And the action in this... There was a couple of killings randomly yeah. that like fit towards the end that happened earlier in the movies, but like the action really didn't start until like the last twenty minutes of the mm-hmm. movie, and it was like car chases and all that stuff. And Marlon went off to do some really great stuff too. I mean, just from Requiem for a Dream, man, Marlon Never was so that. great in it. I heard he just was fantastic. To see, he was, in it. He was yeah. fantastic. I just in don't it. do heroin. I just movies. watched. Yeah, and that's the worst. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't. That's the if you don't like them, that's the worst. Yeah, there are comedic <laughs> ones that are yeah. light yeah. that you probably could do but not that one. Yeah. That one's like hardcore. I hate to say it, but I saw it like three times in the theater just because I wanted everyone to see how fucked up it was. No, I'm sure it's an uh, incredible movie. I just have no desire was, to it watch was it. 
downright disturbing. There's stuff that will not leave you on that movie. And, yeah, yeah, that's for reason. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, but, but I had just watched Marlin in uh, like a couple weeks. Ago, I watched Senseless. Uh, with him and David. Wow, Spade. I forgot that about one? that one. Where he took need... part in the project and he lost all the different senses. Yeah. Where he sees the woman, he got like uh, almost like binocular eyes, and he was seeing that woman's ass. Wow, cheek, cheek I forgot about that, uh, yeah, dude. Man. I need to check that yeah, out man. for sure. That's a funny one. I know he also recently did a, a, a Netflix movie called like The Sex Tuplets or something. Oh, interesting. Where he plays every character. It's the dad and like six kids, oh, and that's he plays hilarious. them all. Man. It's gonna. So, it's either gonna be funny or it's gonna be yeah, terrible. Yeah, There's I mean, not gonna be an in between. You're gonna with that get what one. you what you think. Yeah. All right. I'm gonna go to a '90s. We're gonna surprise. <laughs> I'm doing. I know you wanted this too, so we can both talk about it, man. The big hit. Yeah. The big hit is such an interesting movie because the comedy is like. I don't want to say it's subtle because it's really overt, but it's the it's not the comedy that you expect that it's going to be when you watch the movie. Yeah, especially back in '98. I remember watching it in '98, and I was like, "Is this a comedy or is this an action movie?" Yeah, because it's really silly at times. Because it is action comedy. Yeah, like I mean, it, it's, it's the it definition, you know, like and, and it's really action. There's a lot of action in it, but some of the funniest stuff was done by like uh, Lou Diamond Phillips. Yeah. Lou Diamond Phillips in this movie ruled this movie. In Dude, my he was so great back then. And this was, I mean. I think this was right after Boogie Nights. So, uh, oh wow! So, what's his name? It already hit. Mark Wahlberg had already hit. Big actors, like I said, Lou Diamond Phillips, Mark Wahlberg, Christina Applegate, Elliot Gould played the, the dad that wasn't allowed alcohol, which ensued into some funny stuff in there. Yeah. Uh, one of my funniest. So he's basically a hitman, and he's uh, he's pulling a hit for the the big boss, and then they accidentally kidnap the uh, that. Uh, young Asian girl uh, who ended up uh, dating Mark Wahlberg for like four years. They oh, were really? For like four years. Interesting. Uh, so they kidnapped they kidnapped this Asian girl, but not realizing that it was the mob boss's uh, goddaughter. That's right. And so they had to hide the fact that they did it. And it was a lot of that uh, misplaced stuff, like when they had to hide her at Mark Wahlberg's house, but Mark Wahlberg's dealing with his in-laws, and so he's shuffling her out one room while the in-laws are coming to another. Right. So it's a lot of that type of humor in it. But there's some crazy hits on this. Uh, Bo uh, Keem Woodbine, Woodbine is in it. Yeah. He's really good in this. Do you, remember his, do you remember his kind of role in this movie? I don't. He just, he's like, I guess he's like 26 or 27 in the movie. Mm. And he he just discovered jerking off. So the whole, <laughs> the whole mo- movie, he doesn't take part in anything because he's too busy jerking off. That's fucking hysterical. There's a great hysterical. scene where he's like, I said the large aloe vera. <laughs> <laughs> and then every time you see him, he's working out his hand yeah. and everything. And he's like, I can't go on tonight. I gotta yeah. stay at home. I got things to do. <laughs> it's just, that's the on. Told on you don't bother joke. me while I'm cleaning my room. One of my favorite <laughs> ongoing jokes in the movie is. Uh, Apparently, Mark Wahlberg has taken out King Kong Lives from the uh, video store, mm-hmm. and the video store clerk keeps calling him through the whole movie. <laughs> you better bring this thing back to us. <laughs> We're taking this very seriously. <laughs> and the, and the, the, the videotape keeps popping up, and at the end, they actually have this huge scene at the video store oh, where, wow. he, where he's bringing it back, and the uh, the clerk sees his face on the wall. He's got like the most, the 10 wanted, most wanted yeah. on the wall, <laughs> and he's, he's typing up what he owes him and everything, and uh, Mark Wahlberg goes off on him. But it's some really great hit job. Man, yeah, that they they go in and they have a there's a great scene where they go into the hotel 
Mark Wahlberg takes everybody out. They cut the power. They put on, like, the infrared goggles, and he goes in, and he takes every one of them out. And uh, Lou Diamond Phillips kind of, like, stays back. Remember, they're outside drinking tea while yeah. Mark Wahlberg is in there doing all the work. And- Does, for some reason, I remember, and I'm, I could be completely wrong. Does Lou Diamond Phillips have, like, a gold or a silver tooth yeah, in this? He's, yeah. He's very interesting. He yeah. plays it very hip-hop style. Yeah, yeah. And, which is very weird for Lou Diamond Phillips. Yeah. You usually see Lou Diamond Phillips. So he's, it, it made it so much fun. He's wearing like these skin tight outfits. Almost he's like a, a gay hip hop kind of guy. Right. He's yeah. Playing it that way. And, he, and he's shady, man. He's trying to screw Mark Wahlberg over it. Because once he realizes they kidnapped the wrong girl, he's trying to place the blame on Mark Wahlberg. Right. Remember, cause... there's a great scene where. Uh, there's this young guy that's part of the crew who's an idiot. He's he's staying back at like their hideout and everything, and they set him to make the phone call to the uh, uh, the father that they got kidnapped his daughter and everything. Yeah, and he was like, "Are you sure this is all right? Shouldn't we have you do this someplace else?" But he says, "Don't worry, man. I got the 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 Mac Daddy trace blocker that yeah. blocks the traces that blocks the traces." Yeah, <laughs> and then they go to the the Asian uh, dad who is with the mob boss, the Godfather. Yeah. And they were like, we're going to make the phone call and everything. And he, he was like, we can trace it. And they was like, well, what if they have a trace blocker? He says, that's all right. I have a trace blocker, blocker. that blocks blocker. the blocker. Yeah. That blocks the blocker. <laughs> that blocks the blocker. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so Lou Diamond Phillips is freaking out. He's just like, don't pick up the phone. Yeah. Don't pick up the phone. And then when he picks up the phone, he, he knows he's got like 30 seconds before they get it. Yeah. And uh, he gets it. They trace it. So now Lou Diamond Phillips has to drive with them back to their own hideout and everything. Ugh. And he's he's got to hope that that guy doesn't like recognize him. Yeah, and so he he busts in through the door first, and he grabs the guy. He's like, "What the hell's going on here? Where is the girl?" And, and the guy can't get a word out. And, and then he he says, "Whisper to me the name of it." And then the guy puts his head right next to Lou Diamond Phillips, and then he just says, uh, "Lou Diamond Phillips just says Mark Wahlberg character's name." Yeah, and everything. He kidnapped her. Well, we're gonna kill all of them. Let's yeah. go. And then Ugh. he's like, just saves his own ass, man. Yeah, it's a great scene where they're like chasing each other in the woods and Mark Wahlberg's car goes off the cliff and like levitates on this branch Uh where him and the Asian girl have to jump out and everything and it stays levitating over there and they you you forget all about the car above yeah and they fight down below they end up going down below the mountain and him and Lou Diamond Phillips are like fighting hardcore with these knives and shit and all of a sudden the car just falls on Lou Diamond Phillips oh shit I forgot about that it explodes but uh he ends up showing up. Lou Diamond Phillips shows up. He busts down the door and shows up at the video store at the end where the big fight's <laughs> happening. And they quickly show the edit of him being, like, blown away right before the car uh, hits him and everything, yeah. and everything. So he lived. And yeah. It's so much fun, man. Yeah. It was a really great movie. For some reason, and, and they're completely different, but for some reason I confused that one with The Italian Job. Yeah. Okay, I could see. I mean, they both have Mark Wahlberg in it. Yeah, sure. and I, I think like the Ed Norton. Yeah. The the chase scene you were talking about is what reminded me of that. Yeah. Um, that one was definitely more cars. Yeah, specific. and it was good, but yeah. it wasn't great. That was a remake, so I had loved the original a lot more than oh, Michael, sure. the Michael Caine version. But yeah, the big hit was unique, man. It was a, the comedy was unique. The action was like state of the art in '98. I oh, mean, there was yeah. guns galore. This yeah. was like it reminded me of the action was like Smoking Aces. Have you seen Smoking? Oh, Oh, yeah, dude. Where it was just like super kinetic and yeah. just explosions and gunfire That's everywhere. That's a good movie, too. That's a good movie. We haven't talked yeah, about that much, yeah. man. That was a good one. All right, what you got? Number ones. All right. Saved this one for last just oh, for boy. you. Just for me, man. Nice. I saw this in the theater, man, and I'm embarrassed to say that. I, I might have seen this in the theater. I'm not sure. Uh, this is 1992's <laughs> Stop. 
or my mom will shoot. Oh <laughs> no, never did I think. I thought this was going to be on like that. It was going to be on my worst movies list <laughs> and everything, but you beat me to the punch. Oh, it was man. just, it was just bad. But uh, arguably, I have not seen it in years, and I haven't either. And I watched it the other day, and I have to say. It's cute. Okay. It's cute. And I think that was what it was. I think it was for our moms more than it was for yeah. us. Yeah. I, it, what year was it? Uh, 92. 92. Yeah. I got to pull Stallone up. I want to see where this is. I want to see what he did right before right this. Right before, right, right after, after yeah. <laughs> well, while you're doing that, I'll say, I, I didn't even notice this, but apparently this movie has been getting some buzz over the last like month or so what? because Schwarzenegger was on Jimmy Kimmel. Yeah. Did you hear about this? Schwarzenegger was or yeah. Stallone? Schwarzenegger okay. was on Jimmy Kimmel. No. And he was talking shit about Stallone. Really? Yeah. And one of the things that he said, and it's funny because there's a mention that could go perfectly for Schwarzenegger in this movie. One of the things he said was that back in the day, he started a ru- Schwarzenegger mm-hmm. started a rumor that he wanted to star in this movie and it was going to be huge. So Sly went after it and they gave him the part and Schwarzenegger screwed him and that's why he did it. And there's a funny part in the movie where Estelle Getty, who, you got to love her, dude. She's so funny. Um, This is the middle of the movie. She's the oldest golden girl if you're right. Yeah, yeah. And this is the middle of the movie, so I'm skipping a bunch of stuff, but I'm talking the Schwarzenegger thing here. There's a point where they go to the bad guy's office and they're talking to him and like, you know, threatening him and stuff. And Estelle Getty goes to turn around and she goes, okay, well, you just wait there because I'll be back. (laughs) And the funny thing is, is I guarantee you they put that in the script for Schwarzenegger because he started the rumor that, you know, he wanted to do the movie. I bet Stallone was like, leave that shit in there. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Because they had that that back and forth with like Demolition Man and with Last Action Hero where they were both uh, That was really funny, though. So what saved Stallone's career after this movie came out was was the year 1993 because Oscar was before this. It was 91, then Stop and My Mom Will Shoot. In the 93, he had two movies that came out that, that completely changed Stallone's career and that were... Uh, Demolition Man uh-huh. and Cliffhanger both came out. Oh, dude, that's a so, way to fix a career that, that, right that's there. That's how you fix the uh, stop of my yeah, problem. yeah. But like you said, I I think it was it was it was it was cute. It was cute. So it was supposed to be for our grandparents. Yeah, and shit like that. yeah. Um, I might have seen it in the theater with my grandparents. I, and that's the thing. I would say, like you know, back in the day, yeah. if I went, I mean, I never had a grandmother and grandfather together, but like. If I were to go to that movie with them, yeah. I bet you they would have loved yeah. it. And it know? was a pre- the premise was it was just like the overprotective mom, right? That and he was the it, star kind of uh, police captain. It police wasn't that officer. she was necessarily overprotective; she was just overindulgent in putting herself in his life. Yeah, yeah. And she would tell. It was very like Marie from Everybody Loves Raymond. Yeah, type, type situation. She would yeah. tell. Every single person she met, the most embarrassing yeah. stories about him from when he was a kid. So all these people who know him as this tough, you know, badass cop, now they're all knowing he wet the bed till he was twelve, <laughs> and you know all these things about him and stuff. He and probably so, said the line "mom" so many times. Oh, in this movie, so many like. times, dude. You know, <laughs> um, and what happens is she comes to visit him, and he tries to call her to tell her not to come, um, but she doesn't answer the phone, and she doesn't do it on purpose because she's been supposed to come and see him for five years once a year every Mm -hmm. year and every year he calls her and says oh it's not a good time let's reschedule so she hasn't seen him in five years so 
she, you know, he comes, he picks her up from the airport and, you know, she gives him shit the whole time. Like mm. they get back to his apartment or his house and she's like, this is where you live. And it's a nice house, dude. Like it's a nice <laughs> she's house. She's like that typical Italian grandmother. Yeah. You know? And and so two of my favorite scenes in this movie all both happen like within the first 25 minutes. Mm. <laughs> she finds his gun while he's asleep and she decides she's going to clean his gun uh. for him. And... She goes and she gets bleach water and Dawn and just literally puts it in the sink and starts scrubbing it so that all the bluing comes off of the gun because it's a black gun. Yeah, yeah. And when she gives it back to him, it's fucking chrome. Like, <laughs> she washed it all off him. And like he's like, Mom, if I use this gun, it's going to explode in my hand now. And she walks out of the room and he pops the clip out and the clip's just full of water. And he just dumps it on the bed. And it, it's like it might be the same like the next interaction in that same scene he comes to the breakfast table and she's like oh you got to have your breakfast breakfast is the most important meal of the day <laughs> and so she's like here start on these cocoa puffs and like he's got this whole table full of food you yeah. know what i mean and she like makes him eat all of it so he goes to meet up with his partner and his partner's getting breakfast and he gets him some pepto-bismol and uh he's like you know he just starts chugging the pepto and he's like you hung over and he's like no Breakfast, and he's like, What'd you have for breakfast? And he's like, Eggs and bacon, cereal, fruit, ham, pancakes, cocoa puffs, milk, and orange juice, and just keeps going on and on and on of all this stuff that you know. So, because she washed his gun, she wanted to go and replace it and be nice and get him a new gun. So, she goes to a gun store like on the bad side of town. She finds the same gun. She's going to buy it. And uh, they tell her, like, oh, there's a, a two-week uh, waiting period. And I'm trying to find this guy here because you definitely know him. He's a bigger guy. Um, oh, come on. Where are you? Dennis Berkeley. Do you know who he is? Oh, uh, Ving Rhames. Also, I think this may be Ving really? Rhames. Ving Rhames' very first movie ever. Oh, interesting. Um, he's I definitely in the, don't remember. He's in the very first scene, um, and he's just a low-level criminal, and you don't up, see him uh, again after that. Let me look up Dennis. Oh, yeah, man. I just can't think of what yeah, else he's, he's awesome. been in. He was in Mask, uh, the uh, the Eric Stoltz movie. He was the big biker. Uh-huh. He, was also he always in, plays uh, a biker. He was also a prisoner. He was a prisoner in uh, the, uh, the Innocent Man, mm -hmm. I, I remember him from. He was in The Doors. He was one of the... Uh, uh, he was with Billy Idol when they were uh, fucking up Jim Morrison's apartment and everything. So he's like a he's a standard bike. Yeah, yeah, guy. absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so she goes to try and buy the gun and she can't. Well, he's in the store mm -hmm. and she walks out and he comes out and he said, "I'll tell you what, lady, you want to buy a gun today?" Yeah. And she goes and she buys a fucking Mac Ten from him <laughs> out of the back of a van, you know. Um, and what happens is is they stole those guns from somebody mm -hmm. and those people located him and they come and they kill his partner. He gets away. Um, but she witnesses yeah. the murder so happen. Now she's right in the middle of. So uh, she's supposed to leave on Monday, yeah. and now she's the key witness in a, in a murder <laughs> investigation, and she's going to be here for like a month and a half. That's you know, hilarious. I have to rewatch it, man. I it's remember. Cute. I, I remember know. I had higher expectations for 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 it, and I probably shouldn't have because it was supposed to be I like think, a summertime family movie. I think now that we're older, if yeah. you watched it, no, you're not going to think yeah, like, yeah, "Oh, yeah. this is great. How can I not like this?" But yeah. you're going to just go like. 
That was cute. And that seeing cute. her again would be good because yeah. you don't get to see Estelle Getty much unless you're watching old Golden. No, Girls this is episodes. the only movie I've ever seen her. Yeah, in. Um, I might have seen her in other movies, but yeah, I can't. I can't mention one other than this. But movie. Um, dude, it's it's a fun movie. You know <laughs> what I mean? It's a good movie, and there's some funny parts to it. There's some decent action. There's no real big explosions yeah. and stuff, but there's some shootouts and stuff like that. Also, um, Joe Beth Williams. I love Joe Beth. She's Williams. She's, she's in a it. Mom she's mom from Poltergeist. She, that's right. Yeah. Um, she. Is Stallone's superior officer that's interesting. and girlfriend. Oh, that's fun. Um, so there's a lot of kind of like romance yeah. mixed with things gone wrong. Stallone and... was trying to do his, his chops with comedy. I mean, a lot of people didn't like Oscar. I, I loved, Oscar. loved Oscar. Oscar is one of my. I top liked Oscar movies. from the moment I saw it. Absolutely, like, I did too. And it I was... think you and I and maybe Dave are the only people yeah. on the planet yeah. that can say my that. mom. Like, my mom loves it too. Yeah. She's a huge Oscar fan. It's just that type of like fast comedy that you could just see playing at like a theater mm-hmm. anywhere in town. They should be doing Oscar for for real. Yeah, like, dude. There's so much of that good stuff in that. All right, my last one here, man. This is a biggie, man. I love this movie. Said I was going to have another Danny McBride movie on here. You throw some Will Ferrell in there, 2009's Land of the Lost. I've never God. seen this. Oh, my God, you would love this and movie. And I always man. get you it confused. It. I say that I've seen it because I always get it fu- confused, which is not even similar to Journey to the Center of the Earth yeah. with Brendan Fraser. With Brendan Fraser, yeah. Frazier. Frazier. Not Frazier. <laughs> He'll get mad at you. <laughs> <laughs> Legit. Ah. <laughs> uh, I love Land of Lost, man. Yeah. I remember the old cheesy-ass fucking uh, series my dad used to watch back in the day. It was yeah. horrible. It was garbage. Yeah. It was like claymation and shit, uh, right? Yeah, it was just... it was Like the dinosaurs was, were like claymation. Yeah, it was like claymation, and it had that cheesy song in it that they, they reworked into this in a, in a clever way. That's awesome. And I, I loved everything about this movie, man. It was so fun. You would really love it. it it's one of Danny McBride's funniest uh, type You can't movies. go wrong with the two of them. Oh, God, it's so good. So... Will Ferrell plays this crazy scientist who who's believing that he can. There's other worlds that he can bring to bring him to, and he's got this uh, he's got this device that's supposed to, uh, when activated, open a portal which will take him to another world. And he's mm. he's the device is, plays show tunes, so when he turns <laughs> it on, you hear uh, hear show tune music and everything. And the opening of the movie, and uh, another guy that had been uh, rightfully canceled, he's on like the uh, Will Ferrell's on the Good Mo- or the Today Show with Matt Lauer. Oh yeah. And, uh, Matt Lauer's giving him shit, and uh, <laughs> he's giving him shit the whole thing to the point where Will Ferrell ha- jumps at Matt Lauer and starts oh, attacking shit. him and everything. Because yeah. Matt Lauer says, "You can find his new book in the sci- in the uh, science fiction section." He says, "I'll kill you, Lauer!" <laughs> and at the very end of the movie, not to jump ahead, but at the yeah. very end of the movie, once Will Ferrell proves that he's uh, he's done all this stuff, yeah, he's he goes back on the Today Show and he says, "He says, say the name of the book." He's like, "You know, I don't want to say the name of the book. <laughs> says, No, say it." And he's like. Matt Lauer can suck it. <laughs> That's the name of the book. That's great. <laughs> so what happens is he he ends up meeting him. I can forget how he meets the girl, and the girl's really good. She's she's from that. I don't rev, know if you remember Pushing Daisies, no. the old show. It was really clever, and she was uh, really cute, and she was uh, perfect for that. Well, she's perfect for this too. Well, they they track down this. Uh, this old roadside kind of it almost reminded me of like the Doctor Spalding, uh, or the Captain Spalding, uh, House of a Thousand Corpses roadside attraction. Oh wow, yeah. Where he goes on this little tour, but instead of like a horror theme, the tour is like uh, all the uh, dinosaurs and what used to be around this area, uh. and it's a, it's a weird. Uh, side like gas station outpost that's run by Danny McBride uh-huh. 
He's like, you want to take the you want to take the ride on the thing? He says, or I got these uh, I got these mugs that have boobs on it and everything. <laughs> or, and he's doing all this stuff, and they they just want, the coordinates that they need to activate this machine are somewhat in that area. So they yeah. just want Danny McBride to take them through the thing. He's like, come on, man, I'm giving you all this pageantry. I'm giving you all this stuff, and you guys don't give me anything. Yeah. So Will Ferrell flips the machine on while they're on this like boat tour underneath this uh, underneath like wherever the. Uh, uh, ride gas goes. station ride is yeah. and everything and all of a sudden the w- water starts going like it's rapids and everything and he's like does this look normal to you this isn't part of the ride <laughs> oh shit <laughs> and it ends up spiraling them and like, then all of a sudden the portal, the portal opens up and it dumps Danny McBride Will Ferrell and this girl into this completely weird unknown land and what's great is when it dumps you out, it dumps you out in the middle of the desert, but apparently other things have come through this portal. And uh, so you see part of like the Golden Gate Bridge and oh, you shit. see part of like the Statue of Liberty and everything sticking out of the sand. So it's like the dumping ground for the universe yeah. into this like uh, different land. It's like Ragnarok. Yeah it's, yeah, it's really funny, man. They immediately meet this like... Um, prehistoric like monkey uh it's a guy in a monkey suit i think i remember seeing that like his name is shaka and he's got big teeth and he's really funny he can't communicate and every time he tries to talk he goes up and he grabs at the girl's boob (laughs) he's got to push it down and everything and he's like he knows what he's doing (laughs) and uh, danny mcbride is so funny through this whole movie and there's there's so many great scenes with them they they end up getting uh wrapped up in these like uh these they get end up wrapping up in these uh, vines and hanging above all these like uh, skulls and everything, and they realize they're in like this dino like feeding area. Oh shit! And they have to like this Tyrannosaurus Rex comes pummeling out of them, and they have to r- run away from the uh, Tyrannosaurus Rex. And they they realize that there's these weird bug eyed lizard creatures mm-hmm. around on the land that they have to kind of get away from. And they end up meeting one of them, and they, he says, "Oh, we're you're in the middle of this like uh, kind of galactic world between these two creatures, and you have to uh, find that device of yours is going to open the portal to get you guys back and everything." And they realize this guy is trying to screw them over and uh-huh. get the better of them. There's so many great scenes in it. One of the best ones is they're they're celebrating with uh, at this pool. Uh, for some reason, there's like half a hotel there, and there's a pool, and they're just chilling <laughs> by the pool. That's awesome. And the the shaka uh, monkey creature brings them this like um, <laughs> brings them this like red pineapple looking thing, and he's he's giving it to them to drink and everything. And as they're drinking it, the woman is reading about it, or, or is like translating what the shaka creature is saying. Oh, no. And they he's like, you drink it, and then you will experience a thousand hells. And she's like, wait, that can't be right. Oh, no. Wait, is that right? Oh, no. <laughs> and they're in the, like, the middle of drinking it, and they're like, what are you talking about? Oh. He's like, no, no, no. It, it's going to feel like your intestines are being ripped out and everything, but in a good way. <sighs> so they start tripping balls. Oh, nice. And it's such a funny, I like almost piss myself. Like belly <laughs> laugh piss myself every time this scene comes up because they're losing it. They're 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 acting so high with each other and they're like you know you're pretty cool Shaka you know you know what I'd really like to see I'd like to see you two kiss right now (laughs) this great funny scene between all three of them and they're like I am hungry right now and he says oh man I am so hungry too and all of a sudden in the distance it looks like a mirage there's this crab that's kind of (laughs) running towards them and they're like holy shit are we freaking out is this the acid because the crab keeps getting closer and closer and closer and as it's attacking them it's a 
about to just like devour him, all of a sudden the geyser comes up and like blows the crab up in the Onto air its back. and it comes down cooked. Oh <laughs> so, shit. So the next scene they're holding these massive claws <laughs> and eating the meat and they're just oh this is the best yeah. food in the world. I guys. wish I had some butter. <laughs> <laughs> it goes down to this great scene where they um they make friends with the Tyrannosaurus Rex to the point where like Will Ferrell's riding on its back and nice. everything and it's just so funny man. Uh, there's a great clip in the movie, and I'm, I think I'm going to open the uh, thing with it, where Danny McBride's like, I wasn't sure about you. Uh, he's talking to Will Ferrell. I wasn't sure about you before, man. He says, but you are solid. Anytime you want me to get your back, uh, I have got it. Yeah. And then uh, something bad happens, and they're coming to him. He's like, yeah? Well, how about now? Yeah. Well, I really didn't think you were going to call him the favor that quick. Yeah. So I can't do it right now. Yeah. I'm going to have to. It's going to have to be a hard no. Yeah. But, but next time, I got you. <laughs> Just to see those two together, yeah. it is yeah. so funny, man. No, they're great. Yeah. They're they a are really great. Team. I know Will Ferrell came on to Eastbound and Down for a couple episodes. Yeah. As like the, uh, the, the car dealership. The car dealership oh, guy, my God. man. Have you just... ever seen the outtakes from when uh, Craig Robinson, Will Ferrell, and Danny McBride are there? Oh, And no, he's talking about, so. oh, my God, dude. It, they must It must have taken them Those 30 guys. minutes to do this, like, yeah. a 15-second scene. And it's like... Will Ferrell is talking about like making love to his wife and and like oh dude you have to it's just so look funny. up the bloopers for that it the, is so you could tell funny. watching this is definitely one you got to check out because you'll love it and uh, you could tell watching it that those two probably made up half their dialogue oh I bet because it's stuff that seems too tailored to Will Ferrell and Danny McBride not to not right. to be good and Will Ferrell has like the or uh, Danny McBride has like the perfect delivery in like every line he does. Yeah, and just him being the foil to Will Ferrell, they should have done like ten movies together. So I'm surprised. I don't think it made a whole lot of money, and it was like definitely kind of on the on the cusp of like a stoner comedy uh, right. because of the acid scene and everything. Uh, but I absolutely loved it. I thought it was awesome. Yeah, yeah. I, so I, I, I need check to see it. it. Yeah, 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 I definitely do. It's a it's it, I'm sure it's streaming someplace. Yeah, it's probably easy to find, but way easier yeah. than Fled. Yeah, way easier than Fled. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I gotta find that fled man. I totally forgot about it. That was one of those pay per view movies that I think I watched. Uh, I saw it on like HBO. That like probably was times. an HBO when yeah. I finally saw it. But yeah, it was good. So that's action comedies, man. We could definitely hit this 90s back up. Action <laughs> 90s action comedies. comedies. Yeah. I, I wish I had known. I could have. I could have kicked three off. And oh, got I could have. I could have found some other decades. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna have to have part two, not the nineties. Yeah. <laughs> That'll be back a few from weeks. the nineties. Back from the nineties, yeah. man. This is so much easier yeah, when I have all I these know. decades. I've got an unlimited amount of years. I know to because there were from. so many that I had to kick off, and I was like, oh man, I kind of want to put Stuber on, and then I was gonna nah, yeah, oh, I talked Stuber before. So it's been a year and a half. It's been a while. So Stuber. So we'll we'll have to work in a part two of this action comedy thing because uh, I I think it will go well. Well, hell, once we all get vaccinated, we can do some roundtable shit, man. Yeah, man. Mm. I'm looking forward to it. Dave's been vaccinated. We're just waiting on you. I know. Two weeks, weeks I'll be done. So uh, 26, I think, is my second shot. I think i got to wait two weeks um, for it to heal up. Um, oh, your tattoo? That's right. You yeah, you'll get the tat now. Yeah, yeah. yeah tell us, tell the uh, listening audience what yeah, your tat's so gonna be. Yeah, it's, so it's it's where's it gonna be on your arm? It's gonna be on the left forearm on here, forearm. so it'll be the same spot as the hooks nice. over there. I'm a big um, forearm guy, man. I got mine. Yeah, um, I was gonna get get up, you son of a bitch. Yeah, <laughs> but I didn't want to put son of a bitch on my arm. Yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. So instead, I'm just gonna put 
because Mickey loves you. Because Mickey loves you. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great line. You too. know, I did. I've, I've seriously, I've wanted this particular tattoo for like four or five years yeah. now. I really should have a movie theme or inspired. Yeah. Well, it's going to go right thing. next to my Marvel tattoo. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. I mean, my yeah, left arm is going to be what? my inspirational arm <laughs> yeah, from now yeah, yeah. on. Uh, it's true. That's good, man. Yeah. I like it. How are you going to have it? Are you going to have it looking up at you? Are you going to have it down? So I either want it going this way, but they said that it probably won't fit that way. Really? So I'm going to have it written this way because I'm not getting it for other people to read yeah, that yeah. way. It's you know an what I mean? inspiration. I mean, it's it makes sense. Yeah, that, you know what I mean? You look down at it and you And if like, somebody's yeah. like, dude, your tattoo's upside down, I'm just going to be like, you're not a for fucking, you. Yeah, you're a fucking idiot, bro. <laughs> That's for me, not for you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's your tattoo say? I can't read it to you. It's upside down. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome, man. I'm yeah. excited. I haven't I haven't gotten fucking tatted in a long time. We keep saying that me and my girl are going to do it. We want to do it on like vacation, but then we don't want to deal with healing exactly. on vacation. Exactly. And, and, and I mean, and the thing is with tattoo bro is i'm about to go put myself in some fucking pain yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know yeah. I mean? like you gotta really fucking want i don't mind it is it for me it's more location for the pain that's what arms I, yeah. aren't that bad no this it's, this one wasn't super bad but my brother um, has an outline on his on his rib my younger brother has ooh. has an outline of a dragon hugging a peace sign on his rib cage oh, and i said you ever gonna get that colored in he said like, nope. no <laughs> yeah no. he says the outline was enough i don't need i it. i knew a guy i used to work with him when i was like 23 and he had a dragon that went from his neck yeah. Around his arm, oh, awesome. all the way down it's to cool, his though. hip. It's cool, and it was colored in all the way. Oh, he man. sat there for all of that, and it was badass, yeah. dude. It was like an anime dragon. Like, pff, yeah. shit was awesome. My girl would be a lot more tatted up if she wanted to blow the money on it. She's got a tattoo friend down south that I know she's gonna oh, go yeah. to soon. Nice. Too. She goes every once in a while, so she's got a pretty high threshold in pain. So she could probably get some of those. Yeah. I have one that goes over my that bone on my wrist Ooh. right there was the one that I was like, whoa, that's a little tender. Yeah. No. I- <laughs> I'm good on the bony cool. areas. I like seeing everyone else's tattoos now. So yeah. I've got some crappy ones I want to get uh, covered up. Eventually. I've got a couple of crappy ones, but uh, you have to have a couple of yeah, crappy tattoos. Yeah, I don't mind that. It's yeah, always it the point in your me. life. You remember when I got it and everything. Exactly. I was in high school when I got my first one. So, yeah, yeah, I think I got that one when I turned 18. Yeah. You know? Yeah, so. And it is <laughs> shitty. <laughs> I got a shitty one. To, <laughs> yeah, no, the guy, the guy who did that one was telling me how, like, a week ago he was tripping on shrooms, yeah. giving people tattoos. And he had already started on me, and I'm like... Oh. Well, I guess I'm glad he's not on shrooms. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell me what else you're on. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so next week, next week we're going to do some uh, Walter Hill, Walter Hill movies. People don't know they know Walter Hill. He's one of those uh, directors that you hear his name and you're not sure, but when you think uh, 48 Hours, another 48 Hours, Red Heat, uh, Uncommon Valor, what, what's uh, some more Walter Hill I'm thinking? Of? Johnny Handsome, uh, The Warriors. Trespass, oh, really great one there. Uh, damn, Last Man Standing, the, oh, uh, Bruce, the Willis Bruce Willis movie. movie oh, man, man. He, he's he was the Walken king of in the, that movie. Oh, yeah, is the shit. Uh, Walter Hill was the king of that TBS movies for guys that like movies. <laughs> yeah. Like there was always a Walter Hill movie That's out awesome. there because he does a lot of those. So we're going to be talking about him, and the week after that, me and Justin are coming back with uh, another epic uh, franchise uh, one. We're going to talk some uh, Superman. Yeah, it's going to be really cool, man. And then in the future, I I also got a uh, a Terminator uh, one set for us to do too, man. I'm ready now. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) I need to to rewatch number three and probably Genesis one more time, but then I'll be ready too. I probably need to watch Salvation one more time. Salvation I've seen quite a bit, but uh, number three I have not seen since the theater. I've seen it enough to know how bad it is. Yeah, I know. I've I've probably seen it, and I haven't seen the new one. The latest one I have not seen. So that one I have to see. Just so I just so we can. uh, No, I think oh, the one, one with Linda Hamilton. The one with Linda yeah, Hamilton. Yeah, yeah, it's on yeah. HBO for free. So oh, is it? it yeah. I'm gonna watch that today. Then. Yeah. 
I think they have the whole Terminator franchise. I think that's part oh, of Fox. Nice. I think it, it must be a Fox thing. That's or awesome. Brothers, yeah. Yeah, there's tons of movies on that thing. You just got it, right? The HBO, yeah. 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 So, uh, yeah, you got a lot to watch on there. That's Caught up on stuff. my South Park. Oh, yeah. That is every South Park, man. That's yeah. where I, That's one of my go-tos Have on you seen there. the... The, the, uh, the vaccination special? Yeah. Hell's, yeah. Oh, my God, <laughs> I love dude. South Park. It's so it's fucking It's the funny. only animated, like, cartoon I, I still watch. I, well, Park. they also have Aqua Teen Hunger Force on yeah. there, and I used to love that show, so yeah. I kind of binge-watched, like, eight episodes, because they're, they're 11 They have that long. Chernobyl series on there. It's only three episodes. Ooh, it's so I heard that's fucking, fucking great. Good. I'm telling you, there's something, and I've, it's four episodes in there. There's something on episode three that is so fucking shocking that it's in my like memory banks for forever. The, for forever. Yeah. Just what the the results of what oh, it did to the, this I'm person's sure. body. Yeah. It's it's bad, man. Ugh. It's bad. Great special effects though. Yeah. yeah. But I'm. It's one of those that it's so bad that I have to in my mind go in as a director and uh and realize like and keep reminding it's myself makeup. it's prosthetic it's yeah. makeup uh yeah. they there's there's a camera off thing right. I don't have to do that there's much. 50 people standing behind that camera I don't right. have to do that much but yeah. with this I was like that is so gross yeah <laughs> it's so hard to and so well done so yeah check that out man. I will <laughs> uh but yeah so we got a pretty uh big uh couple weeks coming up for uh for pods so uh stick with us if you want to get a hold of us you can shoot us an email fascinating Films at gmail.com, or you can leave a like on our or a comment on our. Do you hear the gunfire? Lethal weapon. Lethal weapon. <laughs> <laughs> Do you, uh, you can leave us a like or a comment on our two platforms, SoundCloud or iTunes, or you could also shoot us a message on uh, Facebook under Fascinated with Films. <laughs> we always hear gunshots over uh, here. It's just when I'm here. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you bring, you're bringing the pain. All right, so until next week, see ya. Diplomatic immunity. She made me want to go out and buy rubbers right now. <laughs> <laughs>